Live from the Tojo Clan headquarters, it's Super Gamecast. Now here's your host, Bronson Fiore. What is up, everybody? It is March 5th, 2023, and you are listening to Super Gamecast. I am your host, Bronson Fiore, joined by the always awesome Aaron Reynolds. Hi, did you almost forget my name there? The no, always awesome. I uh <laughs> Yep. Person who I've worked with for over a decade. It's <laughs> <laughs> been nearly 15 um, years now. Jesus fucking Christ. How damn. fucked up is that? God damn. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Gamecraft is nearly 15 years old. Fucking Jesus. Right? Um. Anyway, uh, no, actually what freaked me out more was like, we took off the two finally it's just yes my brain was just like oh i had to make a mental note all right here we go the two is over oh right it was funny the era of two is done the era of one is now (laughs) Uh, how you doing ninja Uh, go ninja go ninja go i am all right all right. I actually got some game time in this week, so that's exciting. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Um, right on. Uh, okay, well, hey, guys. How's your, how's your week been? You been good? Oh, I've been great. Yeah, yeah. I've been busy. I watched, uh, I watched Clerks 3 for the first time yesterday. What did you think? I, I had a fun time. It- I... I- that opening, I when I saw that theater, I was like, "This opening is the, one of the most Aaron things I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> I was expecting it to be like because I had heard what the what the premise of the story was. I was expecting it to be happening during that key moment, but no, it is just like, "Hey, nostalgia! Hell yeah, we're doing the convenience store thing. We're playing hockey on the roof. Fuck yeah!" And it's like, "Yeah, that's right." Set to my chemical romance, like yeah, dude. The, um, it, it's the most. It's the most uh, Bronson and I thing. I thought about it for a while. The, uh, Gerard Way and Kevin Smith bonded over being from New Jersey and comic books and things like that. And I just realized, like, we are the Reno version of Kevin Smith and Gerard Way. Like <laughs> this weird pairing you would not have expected. Here we are. Um, uh so funny yeah no i had a good time it was very very meta and very much like man clerks is cool Remember clerks, clerks is fucking cool yeah you know, like like clerks is fucking awesome man uh i i'm i do i but like that ending was sad as hell but God damn I, it. I love i loved it I, and I i cried a little bit in the theaters and especially when it says that the law the famous line from those first fucking movie yeah uh, like, it, yeah, that was some sad shit they they went um, for it at the end there man i just i mm-hmm. i there's i don't know where you go from there i i, I think it's done i think, I think you, it's you, yeah you, it makes sense it makes sense that it's done I, yeah, they've talked about like maybe doing another chasing Amy, which eh, okay. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how you would do that movie like today. Yeah, yeah. Like that movie, like chasing Amy is a good movie, but it's very of its time. Yeah. Um, like th- that's one of those movies you have to watch through the framing of okay, this came out in the early nineties. There are a lot of viewist universe. Uh properties that are like you have to remember this started in the 90s it is very rooted in the 90s and even as we carry it forward like 
they're trying to do that drug deal in Clerks 3, and it's like... <laughs> I love that they don't say, like, they don't, like, directly confront them about it. They just let them do their thing. It's like, this is how you do it in the 90s! Because mm-hmm. um, so, that's how you bought weed in the 90s! <laughs> but it's so funny because they legit own a store, and they're still doing yeah. it. It's so good. Um, uh... No, it's... it's uh, I know they're trying to get it, it. Kevin Smith's voiceover in the credits says that, like, you know, or not, it says in the credits, like, they credited someone for, like, getting this made before Mallrats 2. And it's like, Mallrats 2? Ah. Jeez. Uh, yeah, they're working Jeez. on that. Like, they're working on the. I want some, I want some mall commentary. And mm-hmm. you want to talk about something that's rooted in the 90s and, like, the Malls. 2000s? Like, dude, I want to. How do you even have like mall culture like observation in this day and age? What does that even look like? Well, yeah, dude, because you you don't like what what's the you know like who goes to the fucking mall anymore? Well, like so, I, yeah. I've been to a mall recently, but it it's like it, there are people that are in it, they're out doing stuff, but it doesn't feel like. It, it, it's hard to explain and there's not that mall culture if that makes sense i don't know no, I there's something, there's something yeah, different like, about like, it now it's it's not it's that thing where like uh anthony and i after recording every saturday pretty much all through uh college and a little bit after were were like would go to the mall because yeah. it's like there was nothing else to do in reno because i'm not sure if you've ever been grown up in like a mid-sized city because it's it's not like a you know it's not like a Seattle where there's just tons of stuff to do and see all the fucking time. Right. And this is before Reno had a lot of that shit too. So it's like if you're a teenager, you can go to the river, or you can go to the fucking mall. Yep. Or you can drink or do drugs. Go to the pepper know. mill uh, and hang out in the arcade for a while. Yeah, until you're out of money. So you're out of money. you know. Yeah, like it's it, you know it's the child casino. <laughs> um, but um, I mean, it is. Uh, fucking that's why Super Turbo is so fucking hard um, <laughs> right but yeah no there was, I have so many good memories of being like we don't got anything to do let's go hang out at the mall for a while we don't even have the money to buy things like maybe maybe a shirt or something otherwise like yeah. let's just go hang out let's go to the Brookstone and fuck around with all the items in there and walk out um Go, yeah, let's go sit in the cafeteria and they're playing, you know, top hits on TVs around us. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, you know, go, go to the GameStop and buy a copy of Bayonetta for $8. Yep. Well, like, like that's that, you know, because that, that was kind of it, man. Like, that's, that's, you know, you bought cheap used games or a t shirt, maybe a CD. Right. You fucking, you, you know, you hung out and ate shitty food. Yep. Because it was available to you, exactly. You know, like that. That that's you know that's the truth of it. It was available to you and it was cheap. Yep. Because uh, uh, I remember you could get like a big fucking giant plate of rice and three kebabs for like six bucks. Jesus Christ! Which sounds insane so, now. It sounds ridiculous. Yeah. No. Um, like. Uh, yeah. Like if you get like, I am happy when I get a meal under twenty dollars nowadays. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, God, it was such a, it was such a fun time and definitely just different. I don't know. And that's also just comes down to us being in our teens and early twenties. 
that time. Well, well, yeah, you you know, at that age, you have all the fucking time in the world. All the time in the world, and, like, especially that era of Reno, there is so, so much nothing going on that... Yeah, uh, like, unemployment rate was, like, 13%. Yep. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yep. You know, like, you have your relatives telling you to get a job, and you're like, I'm trying? <laughs> <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't hiring. Uh, I, to. I, you know, I would go to Hot Topic, check out their stuff, um, check out the newest Foamy the Squirrel DVD that's been released, um, and go over to GameStop, uh, hang out and look at all their used games, see what you, see what you, good you can get with as little money as possible. Yep. And that was before, you know, uh, buying ThinkGeek and uh, selling Funko Pops, so they literally had to have just, like, not all games on the back. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was like video games and a little bit of like trading card game stuff. Right. Yeah, uh, like you get, you can buy the Pokemon cards there if you wanted to. Yeah, you got some strategy Ooh. guides over here. Um, yeah. They have some know, special editions. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, and then it was like, all right, I don't know, go clothes shopping. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like I, I knew my route. Like Games Galore was first because it was on the way in. Check yep. out the tabletop stuff. Yep. Head over to the GameStop, head over to the Hot Topic, and maybe the Spencers, and then sure. the, then Food Court, and then you're done. <laughs> you know, and then that was the day. You know, like you know, unless you really needed something else, like then you know, if you needed shoes or something, then you go out and go buy whatever the fuck it is you needed. But yeah, for the most part, you know, you you were broke probably or near broke because yep. at the time I was making like eight fifty an hour. Yep. Um, so like, you know, like GameStop, you know, you would dig through those bargain bins and buy shit like $8 copies of Bayonetta or, you know, like $5 copies of the first Assassin's Creed and, you know, and it was, that was it. it was what it was. What was so, the name know. of that video store? It was like dark inside. They would sell like movie oh. action figures. Suncoast. Suncoast, that's it. Oh, yes. man. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, a blast you, from the past. Right? Well, I'll tell you why Suncoast doesn't exist anymore. Because every time I went in there to buy a Blu-ray, I looked at the price of it, and then I went, I was like, fucking what? Well, it's a Blu-ray then, at the time. Well, no, but then I'd go on Amazon, and that same Blu-ray would be like $10 cheaper. Oh, uh. And yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, what, why, what the fuck? What's, what is the point of this? Well, and it's so funny because the most, uh, the most interesting thing to me about Suncoast was they would have like anime wall scrolls or, yep. you know, mm-hmm. like, yep. Just, yep. like, like GameStop eventually caught on to, like, I thought the most interesting stuff was they had weird movie related memorabilia and it, no, no, one, like, uh, no one does that. So I don't know why they didn't like ramp up on that aspect. Especially if streaming I, I, came around. Oh god! Well, yeah, like that. They they died before streaming was even mm-hmm. like fully adopted because of the simple fact that Best Buy and Amazon just ate their fucking lunch. Yep. And and, and you know, to be fair, they kind of deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of deserve it a little bit. I'm not gonna fucking lie to you. I think there is a there was a um, need for that kind of store. They just weren't doing it well enough. I I I could see that. Um, but again, that's uh, also in a in a world where where malls were seen as like a place to go. And now, well, no, good luck, Suncoast. 
I think they're dead. I think they're out of business. I, I'm gonna look I this really up. Uh, if we can buy Suncoast, let's be the new Suncoast people. Suncoast video. Credit unions God. in Florida. Wait a minute. Suncoast video. Ocean Picture I'm Company. Sure. Oh, not- I'm sorry. I have, uh, uh, let's see. Their their parent company was is Sunrise Records. Its stores are largely stocked the same as their FYE stores, which is a similar thing, but just FYE bigger. is pretty cool. F- FYE yeah. is all right. I just, yeah. like, in, in the same way I miss my Hot Topic being super gothy and dark, I miss my Suncoast with the neon orange light and, like, it's, yeah. like, dark inside. Yeah. FYE is, like, uh, looks like any other store. <laughs> what I really want is more dark, dark and seedy-looking stores. That's what I want. <laughs> So, so, so there's only three left in the world. Really? One in Beaumont, yes, here's, one, here's one. One in one in Omaha, Nebraska. One in uh, oh, sorry, one in yeah, one in Omaha, Nebraska. One in Beaumont, Texas. One in Jacksonville, North Carolina. None of those are nearby. A, f- a fourth combination one is in Beaver Creek, Ohio. Wow, just like. Okay. This one's even got like Demon Slayer stuff in front of it. Exactly. That's what they should do. That's the way yeah, to go, man. But, uh, well, yeah, especially because like if you turn that into a chain, because let me tell you, as someone who's like, because like I love that shit. Yeah. And I, I either have to buy it online or wait until I have an excuse to go to San Francisco to go to Japantown. Mm-hmm. Like those are the two situations I have mm-hmm. for that. Like I want to get a Dragon Ball wall scroll for the for the stream, right? And I'm like, and you know, cool, awesome. It's like I can order one online, or I can, you know, like just wait until I'm in San Francisco again. Exactly right. Yeah, that's that, that's it. Oh, oh man, and all these locations are in places I don't. I have no desire. Never want to go. Nope. Never. Nope. Midwest. Fuck that. Southeast. Good. Fuck that. Good. They they closed the one in Eatonton, New Jersey, which is the closest I could get to going to one. Yeah, because then we could visit the Quick Stop. Hell yeah. Where is Beaumont, Texas? I'm going to Texas in November. Oh, okay. Beaumont is nowhere near. Ninja, I I have an assignment for you. That is is nowhere near where we're going. Shit. (laughs) I will have to decline. It's a road trip in and of itself to go from one point of Texas to another point of Texas. It sure is. Uh, damn, man. I, yeah, and then we have the... Uh, God, was it? Then there's the... Oh, lordy. Uh, then there's the whole last blockbuster is in Bend, Oregon. Yep. I remember I, I was talking to my girlfriend about I want to see it, and she just looked at me like I was a crazy person. I mean, you know, <laughs> you can pull it off. You can do it. Uh, no, no, you could. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, yeah, blockbuster. Yeah, you want to talk about like blast from the past? I know we're this segment is going on a little long, but like, hey, blockbusters, movie rentals. There's there was something magical when we were younger, and you walked into this, and just like there was just a plethora of movies and just like covers to look at and inspect and uh, synopses to read. Got your candy and and popcorn at the front. List at the front of what's new. You got your little games section on the side. It was a good time. I could hang out in a Blockbuster for an hour or two. Yeah, but those video stores with the red curtain in the back. (laughs) There's still one in Reno, if you want to see it. Really? Really? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. It's like in my neighborhood. Like Joe and I went like when I was still in college and like we were, we were like, what's this video store? Because this is even this was like a year or two after all the blockbusters finally shut down. Right. And, um, <laughs> you know, we, we, we went over and we went over to, uh, you know, we checked it out. And we're like, oh, wow. Okay. It's just, it's literally just kind of a shitty DVD rental store. Yeah. And, but then they had the curtain in the back and everything. And we All were right. like, this, this is hilarious. <laughs> and then we're like, wouldn't it be funny if somebody just walked out of there? And then like two minutes sure later, enough. the dude just like looks over the curtain and then walks. <laughs> yeah. Someone's uh, got to. That's right. Someone doesn't have the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maybe so... they do the same thing as us. We're like, there's a nostalgic aspect to it. Someone's there's got nostalgia- to. <laughs> Someone has to rent this pornography on DVD. <laughs> Might as well be me. There's something different about it when you have the box in your home. No, I don't know. Uh, God damn it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, rest in peace, Suncoat. I know you're still alive, but also. But also not really. Also, good luck. Because, you know, it goes back to the thing that I said of, like, why the fuck, like, I've, uh, I'm trying to remember the last movie I bought from Suncoast, because I did, I I did go there, like, in, tw- I remember, so I got my first big check, like, from, you know, working a shit ton of hours for Dawn, and I was, like, I was, and that's when I was, like, you know, doing okay, so, I, like, I went to the mall and, and bought a bunch of shit. And, like, I was at Suncoast, and they had, like, this big movie sale, and I think I bought Batman Begins and The Dark Knight and, like, The Invention of Lying for, like, $10 a piece, which was a good price for Blu-rays at the time. And I'm just like, man, why couldn't you price it like this all the time? You might still be in business. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, Well, because, yeah, because that's what it felt like, is just like, man, this is... You know, like, why would I ever come here when Best Buy and Amazon are selling these same fucking movies? Yeah. For, for like, way, not just cheaper, but way cheaper. Way cheaper. Yep. Yeah, like, it was, you know, it, like, it wasn't even fucking close. Like, I was like, why would I ever come here? Right. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and you can see in this picture I pulled up from the Wikipedia page, uh, they have a huge front area here dedicated to Funko Pops. And, like... That's, uh, that's, yeah, that's we have a new story now. about that later. We do have a new story about that later. We'll get to it. <laughs> but yeah, poor Suncoast. Yeah. Miss ye. Yeah. Miss, miss the I, times at the mall. Yeah, I'm surprised Hot Topic's still in business. Uh, shirts, right? Gotta like be. That has to... Yeah, yeah. Shirts, well, shirts, pants, all that, all that goth or like alternative memorabilia. But I, is that like really in with the kids like it was when we were the fucking? No, it's it's the adults that that were the kids. Oh no! Uh, oh no! I will say I had a sl- I had a moment of weakness. Um, mm-hmm. I it lasted for a second, but I was like, I wonder if they still have those three row studded belts. Those things were sick. And then I said, yeah. and I stopped myself, and I said, "You are thirty-one. Stop it. <laughs> you quit that. It oh, was fun. It was a good time. Don't do it." 
uh, we, we, I definitely have some people in my office who are on the younger side who still dress like that. It kind of warms my heart. Yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. kind of, like, I was just like, oh yeah, the culture's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I never dressed like that. I was, I was, I was into athleisure before it was popular. I mean, it was a named thing. You know, being part of football, it's kind of, it kind of happens to you, I imagine. Um, I mean, yeah, you get a bunch of it for free, so you get a bunch of it for free, and then you spend all your time doing football and sweating in the heat or whatever. Like, I feel like eventually you just end up in the most comfortable stuff you can wear, while like your muscles are aching. Uh, d- yes, I, I that is actually a bad, you know, and then not only that, but it's like, it, you know, when you're home, it, it's comfortable. It is like, comfortable. Uh, there, there is, there is something good about it outside of like being an athlete for sure. Uh, uh, yeah. Like it, it was one of those things where like the sweats were like, I still own one of my pairs of sweats from track because it is super comfy and unbelievably warm. <laughs> Um, yeah, unbelievably warm. Right. Um, and, and like it just it, it I I'm like sitting here. I'm like, man, we have failed as a culture that this isn't primary regular clothing all the time. I mean, it's gonna be the norm. I, I I've been, I've actually been looking for like what are what are some sweatpants I can wear that look decent? And I wear them outside, and they seem deep. Like um. The, your answer is tracksuit. That's the. I, that's I the, cannot. I am not. You know, there, there are companies that make sweats that look like suit pants or. See, jeans. but I can't do that either. I, I can't do that either. I, I get. I that's good. Good of them to make that. I couldn't do it. I, that's kind of how I get away with it. There's a lot of people where I work who wear stuff like that because, like, we have a dress code, which in my opinion is dumb, but it is whatever. That's what it is. Yeah. It is what it is, um, but we have a dress code, and like athleisure is not allowed. Um, and the one that made me laugh is Crocs weren't allowed. Um, I don't wear Crocs, but my girlfriend does, and I'm just like, what? Why? I have okay. three people in my current workplace that are wearing Crocs, and it blows my mind. I don't know what happened, but Crocs like overcame whatever stigma they had in the early in yeah. the mid 2000s and they are you can buy charms to put in those holes on the cross yeah yeah right yep. in these yeah, yeah yeah i actually uh stephanie sent me something not that long ago of a uh of a like you could put a flashlight on the front of your crocs to <laughs> see in the dark <laughs> what wow. where are you going wow. in your crocs they're, I mean, so, my, okay, my, like, my girlfriend wears them out in, like, public. Like, sure. She, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, like, and well, I wear flip walk around, walk around the mall, the outlet malls last night. Like, uh, it's, they, I, I purchased these, like, two months ago, and let me tell you, they are fucking comfy. Okay. They are so comfortable to wear, and they're super easy just to, like, slip on and go. That's true. That is true. Uh, I, what I want is clip-on lights that, like, flash red and blue the way they do, like, on those kids' shoes when you're walking, and whenever they move, they, like, sense it, and they start flashing red and blue. That's what I want on my Crocs. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there's like, two modes, right? There's there's your your eco mode, and then there's your all-terrain sport mode. All-terrain sport gonna, mode. If you're going to be in the snow walking around, and you don't want to slip off, you just engage Why would you wear Crocs the in the snow? Mode. The same reason I wear slippers in the snow, dude. You're wearing them at home, and you you just don't want to fucking change. That's fine for like, if you're not going it. You're gonna be walking out in the snow. If you're gonna go to the store, like down the street in the snow, 
I, I would not put on Crocs. That just doesn't seem smart. Um, Unless you got like a you know, fur lining in it. They're so let me let me tell you. You you want to? Uh, that's actually similar to what, kind of what my slippers are, except without the holes. Right. Um. But like, le le legit, you you have the <laughs> like. I my my mom took a picture of my girlfriend and I when we were in town, and I was wearing like flip flops, like dad flip flops. And she was wearing, she was wearing Crocs. And Stephanie sees this, and she's like, "That is the most tragic shoe situation I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> <laughs> if it feels good, like more power to you, a hundred percent. I just, yeah, dude, no, like we we were out and about uh, the other day, and she was she was uh, she was rocking Crocs, and I was rocking my like fuzzy grandpa slippers, and. Who the fuck cares? Like, no, that's the thing. No one cares, really, at the end of the day. I, it's a fun thing to, like... I just remember Crocs being such a... That was a topic. It was a subject yeah, was. of debate oh, in the mid-2000s. Oh, people Crocs super hard. Yeah. That's, that's how you can date someone. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it makes me... opinion on Crocs. It makes me wonder, has, have Crocs, like, changed fundamentally? If I went and got a pair of Crocs now, would it feel different from what I got back then? Because I did get one pair when... That first happened, hmm. and they were fine, like rubber shoes. Yeah, they're like good. They're good water shoes. For I know how they were marketed as, if I remember correctly. But yeah, and then I also am just part of like the skate shoe. Like that's just that's where my allegiance lies in the shoe realm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I have two types of shoes that uh, come to mind for me, and it's uh, I like K Swiss. Yep. Uh, which the God, those are a bitch to find if you want to buy them from an actual store now. Holy yeah, what's shit. going on with K Swiss? I don't fucking know, man. But like, you can still buy them, and they have a website and everything. But like, just getting a pair of K Swiss like in a store, like there's always just like one pair. <laughs> And that's just what it is. And then uh, the other thing is uh, Vans. Yep. Uh, I, I got my checkerboard Vans. I love them. Vans are the standard. They're, they're comfy. They look good. Yep. Um, you know, they, 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 they serve that purpose well. Um, you know, so, yeah. Uh, my poor oh. Supra's died. Supra got taken over by private equity firm and have just been like selling it, tearing it apart. And I'm so bummed about it. Ugh. Yep. The things I loved dying. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm naming this video clip when I export it. <laughs> <laughs> the death of the things I love. Damn. Does not surprise me in the slightest, sadly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, be it video games, clothing, whatever. Um, yeah. Because, God, what was the name of that? Jinx. Jinx went out of business. Yes, Jinx went out of business. I found that out recently. I was so surprised. I, I was I was surprised. I was like, this was, like, they seemed popular, and, like, every major thing was connected to this. Like, mm -hmm. I don't. I don't understand how. <laughs> like, I was getting deep into... I've, I'm going deep into my fighting game stuff, and I went to go look for fighting game, like, clothing, stuff to wear, and, like, where do you go for nerdy video game clothing? I was like, ah, Jinx, remember? I, I, I haven't been in Jinx for a while. Let me go see what's going on. Oh, oh no! Oh, my God! <laughs> you, you almost always have to buy directly from the manufacturer unless they have, like, an Amazon store. 
Like that's because uh, Capcom has an Amazon store. Uh, I, I they like you can buy uh, like Street Fighter shirts directly okay. through Capcom. So yeah, Etsy's um, also a decent so. place. Although Etsy's been going down the tubes. Recently. Yeah, bad but true. Um, I want to get a I want to get a Street Fighter shirt that has that that Ryu in like purple light before the light comes up when he's bouncing oh. around. Yeah. I couldn't find it. Uh, it's some, it's somewhere out there, but like Jinx is 80, fucking dead. Eighty six is a pretty good video game. Eighty six that has that has a lot of fighting game stuff. Uh, I don't know if it has a lot of fighting game stuff, but Fan Gamer has a lot of good video game shit. Yes, uh, they're the only place I know that sells Metal Gear merch. Um, Fan Gamer posters. There's a sick chun Li. oh the shirt the sick chun Li shirt on the front page of 86th yeah, i'm looking at a yukiko limited edition pin hell yeah are you on fan gamer oh this is uh or this what? is 86 i'm gonna check out fan gamer in a second uh, we got some yeah, I, that's a good chun Li shirt there that's good like fan gamer has persona merch big fan of that yeah we got, got uh, lots of persona we got some skull girls they got river city girls merch Want a River City Girls shirt? Uh, uh, I have not played enough, but this this eighty sixth shop has a Persona Four tab. We're gonna take a look at this real quick. Yeah, a lot of uh, sand sheet like the Persona Four is spread across like four different fucking merchants. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. Um, fan gamer. Fan, fan gamer's got a ton of Hades stuff. Hell yeah, it does. Got the new um, Dead Space stuff. So there's some places. Um, oh, they got Devil May Cry stuff on here. This is new. This is oh, they got a long sleeve shirt and it's in the 4x and it's sold out. <laughs> Just gonna add these to my. There you go. Yep. Yep. Shopping, shopping websites. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's. <laughs> yeah. There you go. The gaming life. This is you know used to be able to go to Hot Topic to get these shirts. That's right. Yeah, and the problem for me is just sizing, like just finding them in my size. Yeah, for you, that's a that's That's, got to be a major bitch. Yeah, it's kind of why I've defaulted to just Hawaiian shirts, (laughs) Um, among other things. Um, Yeah, do you think Hawaiian shirts pair well with sweatpants? It doesn't really pair with athleisure, do do you? Think. No, 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 but no. it does pair fairly well with basketball shorts. Does it? Surprisingly. Surprisingly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially if you open it up, you got like a white tee on the inside. Yeah. Exactly. Pair yeah. of bands with that. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um. Somebody just had a. I just had an image of you in that entire outfit, and then just like furiously vaping outside a mall. I don't know why. <laughs> I do not vape. No, no. Uh, neither do I. <laughs> Girlfriend um, vapes. I do not vape. <laughs> so. People like to vape. Days. She does it for the sleeping. Like She gets the stuff with uh, marijuana in it. Oh, interesting. That's uh, yeah. There you go. Hell yeah. I'll say this. Yeah, the, the, those, the fucking candy puts me to sleep I'll, that she has. I'll right. tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. Like we, we we had a uh, like was it two Fridays ago? Like I, she like handed me a cho- a piece of chocolate and a gummy, and my ass was out in like minutes. Yeah. At, like, uh, Hell yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, I could go on. I, I could go on talking about weed, but I, I'm going to I'm going to end our old man hour. Um, <laughs> the old man hour, <laughs> boomer hour, boomer power hour, boomer power hour is good. Yeah, that's the name of this show. God damn boomer it, boomer power hour. There you go. Uh, uh we have news. We do over. have video game video game news has happened. Did you, that, uh, this is an extension, uh, honestly, of our Boomer Power Hour. Is like we, is. our relations <laughs> with video games have changed over the years, and we just enjoy talking about the industry. We've been doing it for fifteen fucking years. Let's keep going. Uh, well, someone here uh, that did it for ten. In the case of, hey, the Square Enix president here has decided to step down hey. after a 10-year run defined by blockchain advocacy. God, maybe we'll finally get rid of those NFTs. Oh, yeah, well, maybe. That'd be good. Uh, oh, geez, so, I, that, I have the wrong... Well, it's sort of the same news story. That's a different one right there. <laughs> um, so Square Enix has announced its intention to replace Yosoki Matsuda as president and rep, uh, and representative director, pending approval in the shareholders' meeting in June. Uh, he will be replaced by Takashi Kiryu. Uh huh. Which, if you can, if you cue that image for me, that would be lovely. That's what I got yeah, up here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes. Um, I love the memes that came out of this. I love them so much. Uh, How would Kiryu run Square Enix, you think? Um, he would find somebody who's far better at it to do it because he doesn't want to. <laughs> Fair enough. That's kind of the plot of Yakuza 1, of 2. It's like, I don't want to be the fourth chairman. Right, right. Um... So, uh, Square said the decision was made to reshape management team with the goal of adopting ever-evolving technological innovations and maximizing the capacity of the company's group. During his 10-year run, he oversaw the $300 million sale of Western developer Square Crystal Dynamics, uh, IDOS Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal to Embracer Group. He was also an advocate for blockchain technology. Uh, he referenced blockchains 14 times in last year's new layer, citing it as new business domain. Square Enix was most focused on pursuing. Uh, on top of all of this, I think this is also the shithead who said 3 million copies was not enough for the first uh, <sighs> the Tomb Raider. I'm pretty sure that was him. Yeah, you're probably uh, right. Yeah, this guy had... And then we don't know anything about the person that's coming in, right? So he was just the director at Square Enix. That's all I know. Okay. Um, but yes, this this guy was full in on blockchain. And I'm guessing he's the one who was pushing games as a service for multiple games, including probably one Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, he's also the one who said Sleeping Dogs didn't do well enough, and started being a new IP that sold almost two million copies in like two months. Uh, uh, they thought Square. They they thought Tomb Raider would sell six million and sold three point four. So, I I will always remember that news story because I was like three point four million copies. That's great. And then just hearing them say that, I was like, are you stupid? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that, that that's literally what it felt like. Is like what the fuck? No. <laughs> um. So. I, so yeah. 
Is this a, um, is this a, this a firing or is this him just saying like I'm out of here? It's probably like, a firing. Like you're so gonna you're gonna resign. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds it sounds like they had a a very fun talking to of take your golden parachute and get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. You're uh, too much. Yeah. In a square in a statement, Square said the decision was made to reach with the goal of adopting ever evolving technological innovations that scares maximizing on the creativity of the company. The fuck knows? Good question. I'm very yeah, worried did. about ever-evolving technological innovations. That, that is, can mean that anything. That can yeah. mean. But then the the creativity thing is a good sign. Like that's. And a... he did he did do some some things correctly, right? Like he's the one who was like, Final Fantasy Final Fantasy fourteen sucks. Uh, let's scrap the dev team and put a new dev team in place. And then he's the one who put Yoshi P in charge of Final Fantasy sixteen. That's true. Uh, he's so the, he, he he did he's... have some good moves. He was, he was the one okay. who made sure a lot of a lot of games got out of development hell, like Final you know, Fantasy 15. Yeah, and Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so and those were the series of peaks and valleys in this man's ten-year yes. run. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so so we don't know what the direction for Square is. Ask this. Nope. 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 Interesting. Well, uh, what's what's Square Enix up to? We got Final Fantasy 16 coming up. We got Final Fantasy 14 still trucking along. Final Fantasy 7 remake, rebirth, whatever the fuck it's called. Yep. Yep. Triple R. Yeah, are they still working on uh, the new Kingdom Hearts? Yep, they're they're yep. working on that new Kingdom yep. Hearts thing. Um, Final Fantasy Tactics remaster, or remake, or whatever, probably before the end of the year. Um. Yeah, I I think that they are they they have doubled down. They've essentially like doubled down on JRPGs like Final mm -hmm. Fantasy and um uh and Octopath Traveler and uh to a lesser extent stuff like for Forspoken like that. That's just kind of their their shtick now. Is mm -hmm. they 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 because they dropped all their Western devs. Yeah, you know they, they they dropped all all their all their Western devs, and that's you know is what it is. Right, right. I get it. Oh, um, I, guess I mean, a I new don't. Dragon Quest in development. Dragon Quest Twelve. Oh right. yeah. Par Paranormal Sight comes out next week, which is like a detective visual novel story, kind of like Phoenix Wright. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um. All right. I hope. Uh, um, I, I hope the new Kingdom Hearts is good. <laughs> I hope Final Fantasy 16 is good. I hope all these games are good. I yeah. Me, the, me too. The pre-release stuff for Final Fantasy 16 like came out. They did a, a similar to like Final Fantasy 14, where they do a tour with a bunch of content creators. They invited a bunch of content creators out to try Final Fantasy 16, and the general theme seems to be that it's good. I think it's really good. If you like action games, it's phenomenal. Interesting. Uh, I I hope that the combat is not shit like Final Fantasy uh, fifteen. So, um, slightly tangentially related to this, I didn't put it in the docket. Um, so uh, 
during an FF16 Media Blitz, uh, Yoshida's recent comment regarding JRPGs being uh, denigrated or insulting and not wanting fans to use it, the term for 16. Um, and that's, yeah, that's basically something that happened. And then... Do not blame him for that. Do you, like... I watched a couple of, like, X-Play clips mm-hmm. this week from yeah. during the, like, heyday of the JRPG era. And holy that wasn't shit. the heyday. That was dark times, in my opinion. It was, well, it was think... the GameCube. GameCube. Yeah, that was era. dark times. Where we had, like, Bot and Kaidos and Skies of Arcadia and... Skies of uh, Arcadia was, like, Dreamcast. Like, that yeah. was... I'm I mean, like the, the X play era was like right as the decline was starting in my mind. Well, and there's like, one, one phrase in particular during a button Kaidos review where they said that Japan turned into a real country after we nuked them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. It's definitely a product of its time for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. then, the, the, the mistake that was made is, Adam Sessler is notoriously not good with Twitter. Like the man really should not be on yes. Twitter. Um, yeah, he more than most can't handle it, and it it showed once again. He his sentiment of like I'm glad that I got out of gaming has been kind of like his response to all of this. He just wants to be out of this conversation, and all that, and it's like, yep, yep. But, on one hand, I totally get where you're coming from of like being outside of this drama for something. You're being brought back into this drama for something that you said, you know, 20 years ago. A long or time ago. That, a like, long time ago. On the other hand, as some people correctly point out, it's like, you could respond differently. You could say, man, that was of the time. My views have changed mm-hmm. since then. Mm-hmm. Oof. I've learned. I've grown. I've moved on. Um, mm-hmm. I could even see like I feel like this is getting blown a bit out of proportion it was not meant as like hate but also it was just of that time like obviously yeah. that wouldn't fly now like, there, there are a yeah. number of ways you could take it but again Adam's just not good with Twitter <laughs> and uh, just kind of fought back at it um, so real quick I, I have the quote from the interview it took me a minute to find okay. it uh, so, uh, localization director Koji Fox explained that one thing Yoshida wants to get across is that we create games, we don't go into them thinking we are creating JRPGs. We're just creating RPGs. The term JRPG is used by Western media rather than users and media in Japan. We're certainly guilty of relying on the term ourselves at times, never questioned its usage before, considering it's another natural descriptive acronym along with the lines of MMORPG. Yoshida goes on to say, as translated by Fox, that some Japanese game developers don't like the term, explaining this is going to depend on who you ask, but there's a time when this uh, term first appeared 15 years ago, and for us as developers, the first time we heard it was like a uh, discriminatory term. Discriminatory term, Jesus. Uh Uh, As though we were being made fun of for creating these games, and so for some developers, the term JRPG can be something that will maybe trigger bad feelings because of what it was in the past. Uh, Continuing, Yoshida states, it wasn't a compliment to a lot of developers in Japan. We understand that recently JRPG has better connotation, and it's being used as positive, but still remember uh, the time when it was used as a negative. Mm -hmm. Um, And... You know, hold on. Uh, let's see. He explained that it's turn-based, that it's anime, like these teenagers saving the world, very JRPG. 
I mean, I like because kind of what it was. That's what it was at the time when that term came around. Like fucking most of them were turn based. Most of them were kids saving the fucking world. Well, you know, like I didn't see it at well, the I mean, time you... as derogatory, but I I've, no, I was I not also not like fully tuned in on that conversation at that time. It was like I had X play. I wasn't looking at the internet very much during right. that time. So. Right, it was before oh. Twitter, so you weren't like tuned into the the outrage bomb or whatever. Not but, at like, all. This is also during the time where we had. Okay, so like I use Bodenkaitos as an example, right? But we had in that same console generation, Final Fantasy X, we had Kingdom Hearts, we had Dragon Quest VIII, we had Nocturne, Persona, Digital Devil Saga, so uh, on and so forth. Like uh, so many great JRPGs, but I think he's right. Like it was used as a, as like, oh great, another JRPG. Yeah, but like how many trash JRPGs were then? Like tons. Like yeah, tons but you still, had your, you still had your bangers. You, you did. And but it was it's like, just like any other, any other genre. And also, like, very similar to the modern military game in the Western side of things from, like, 2007 to 2012, um, there was just a lot of trash, and a lot of it followed the same tropes of exactly mm -hmm. what this article says of teenagers, anime art style, kids saving the world. Even the good ones have a lot of that shit. Like, fucking Final Fantasy X is turn-based. I feel like Titus and Yuna are teenagers, and they are saving the world. You know, like Persona, anime art style, teenagers saving the world. I mean, teenagers saving the world, like that's that's a common trope across just storytelling. Me media, yeah. Um, but, yep. but like, yeah, I, so I, get the, I guess the impression I'm getting is like people were seeing those... You know qualities, and then before they've even like seen the game, have like said, "Well, it's it's just another one of those." Out like, and just saying it's trash because like, <laughs> I I'm showing my Agreed. gaming ignorance right now. I heard JRPG, and I just assume <laughs> it's like turn-based. <laughs> that's it. I mean, I mean, yeah, like yeah, that's it. Yeah, and to and trope, to be right? fair, uh, yeah, and to be fair, that's when I think they're best. Well, right. Yeah, that's so, the thing. Oh, I didn't think of it as a bad thing. It's just that, like that's not for me. Right. Okay. Well, it's like okay. Here's a Madden game. You expect it to be football, right? You're not going to play a Madden game and expect Devil May Cry action, like right. No. Yep. Exactly. Well, so. you know, and, and and I feel like this is used a lot for genre ignorance as a whole, where like everyone assumes like every modern military shooter plays like Call of Duty. You know, everyone assumes every MMO plays like World of Warcraft. You know, like, you know, that's obviously not true for both of those. Sure. Right. You know, like, like it, yeah. This, uh, seems like, this seems like a problem that uh, involves people who were the generation before us, because I don't recall mm -hmm. these conversations at all happening at that time. Like, the way Yoshi P talks about it sounds like I never encountered anything like that. I never really. Well, happened. I, I also think that our generation, due to like growing up in the anime era and whatnot, was a lot kinder to JRPGs. I think the Jeff Gersman, Adam Sessler, you know, that age of game pundit does not care for them. And that, you know, because of the era they grew up in for video games, you know, like, so they, they see JRPGs as like, uh, gross. 
Right. And versus like a lot of people in our generation saw JRPGs, especially if you grew up on console. Like my girlfriend has almost no exposure to JRPGs because she played on PC almost exclusively. Right. Um, so she's probably got a lot of experience with like CRPGs or WRPGs, I'm betting. Yep, tons. Tons, tons of Western RPG experience. Uh, so, versus like I grew up on console, so like JRPGs were the shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like I, I think that it's it's one of those things where it's like it gets like dissected and like people like our generation in particular. You know, we grew up with Toonami, we grew up with anime. A lot of us, our first JRPG was Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. and. You know, from when Final Fantasy VII launched to around Persona 4, a lot of JRPGs were copying Final Fantasy VII. Sure. Which was that checkbox of, you know, kids, anime, save the world, turn-based. Would you say Chrono Trigger Uh, falls into that? Chrono Trigger was before that. I know it was, but... Like, uh, it is. Yeah, I mean, it is based. a bunch of kids that are saving the universe, not the universe, but the timeline, essentially. Yeah, like it's 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 different. Like it's, but yeah, it's it's just a trope of that genre for in a it's lot. King of before King was a right. Yeah. Was a common <laughs> I guess I'm just name. I'm just trying to figure out like the trope, like cast a shadow on an entire subgenre when really you should have just been judging each game by the quality of the game um i think that's definitely it like i think if you were to go on like GameSpot and search like reviews of the era like let's look up baton kaidos on GameSpot, for example uh, baton kaidos origin 7.5 let's see if they do let's see if this is when they were doing like the review things yeah the good and the bad satisfying storyline engaging card battles great breath of content bad brutal boss fights with lots of grinding level design encouraging backtracking and inducing confusion into some puzzles lots of deck micromanagement and i think that um i think that part of that is because of a lot of Western players also didn't like the grinding because they didn't grow up with that. Right. You know, like, I think that's another thing because, like, JRPGs have a lot of grind on them. At yeah. least, well, at least old ones did. Old ones definitely do. Well, up until yeah. 7, a lot of people didn't. Right. You you were right when you said that 7 was people's first JRPG. A lot of people's first JRPG. Yeah. Up until 7, a lot of people didn't have experience with those. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So, yeah, like, and... You know, I I understand why the X Play crew was not a fan of the genre and how it broke out and everything. And Adam Sasser um, still doesn't like JRPGs, I don't think. So I yeah, very much yeah. doubt he's in. Um, yeah, like, like you know, like Yahtzee has very few that he likes. He's also in that age group. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. Like I I have definitely noticed that for whatever reason. Uh, our age group like the 25 to 35 range all trended towards jrpg a lot more than the older set did and i think that's partially because they blew up around that time but and yeah. anime got more mainstream yeah you know, do you like think pokemon mentioned... had a role to play in any of this oh yes yeah. most definitely i think pokemon helped final fantasy 7 helped i think um yeah, I think those two were big. Uh, I think that uh, the 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 our generation getting hit with tsunami was yeah. a big part of that. 
you know like i think that all of those things combined you know because like in our generation how fucking mainstream is anime right just, like the creed people... creed 3 is out in theaters right now and they've admitted that they just straight up took shots from naruto for their fights yeah. yep like yeah, appara- apparently uh, michael b jordan took whoever's starring against him and like we're sitting down and we're watching naruto i need you to watch this oh, <laughs> creed John, 3 jonathan majors yes yeah, yes jonathan, jonathan majors, majors. Had, had, had him sit down and it was like for this fucking multi-million dollar movie i'm making you watch it was all a ruse you're watching naruto with me <laughs> that's just our generation now mm-hmm. uh, yeah mm-hmm. like it's it's you know like well, think, think about like how- jordan peele's movies he's got tons of anime references in all of his movies, like the most recent one in Nope is the Akira slide, which is used everywhere. The I haven't seen this movie like yet. I, I did not know that. That's fantastic. That bike slide where they're oh. like coming in sideways with one foot on the ground. It, it, it's all over media. Yes, because it's a fucking great shot. Um, it sure is. But, uh, damn. Yeah. So, Yeah. Oh, uh, but then uh, the unfortunate thing about the nature of Twitter and social media is going back and finding mid 2000s X play and easily finding something problematic with it because, yep, you know that was the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you just Un- unfortunately all you can do is react best you can to that stuff getting dug up. Yep, yep. You know there are yep. takes that we probably had about video games. There's somewhere oh, on the God. internet somewhere that like we would vehemently disagree with now. Yeah, yes. don't, don't, don't do don't, that. Don't, <laughs> just, just don't, don't do that. Don't just, shh. just <laughs> let it die. Let it die. Let it die. Let it die. The, the true folly of creating content is you have to destroy it as you get past a certain point in order to stay <laughs> alive. <laughs> Every year you gotta wipe out your Twitter history. And just <laughs> I've done that a few times. You just get disgusted with yourself. Just, ah, fuck it. Yeah, we're doing well, it again. Purge. Well, it's free. Well, it's free. Just purge it all. Yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn. Oh uh, man, it was. Um, yeah, it was a different time. Um, yeah, I, you I, know, I, and and you know, I'm sure if something similar came out about like modern military shooters, like we don't like that term, just like I like my guy. Um, I hate to hate to break it to you, but yeah. like. There's like a ten year period almost, like nine year period, basically until Overwatch came out where like that's what people associated with shooter. Right. Brown, modern guns, military bravado. Yep. Ba 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 ba. Yep. Is what is what it is. I to this uh, day cannot stand World War Two video games because there were so many during that short period. Yep. Um, yep. like two thousand two thousand to like two thousand four, two thousand five, yeah. Right. And that that's not necessarily the fault of the genre itself is just the fact that there were too many of them. There were so many people making them that I was just burned out on the concept. Yep, that's how I feel about modern military shooters. Like that's part of why, like, I had such a raging boner for uh, for uh, Spec Ops because it was just like it made you yeah, think that it's so one good. of the uh, yeah, it made you think it was one of those, but then it was talking shit about all of those yeah. forever. Yep, and it was awesome. Um, Man. So that was a that was a thing. Yep. Uh, last Square Enix news story we have here uh, is that they bought Luminous Productions. If you're not aware uh, of what they did, is they made they helped make Final Fantasy 15 and they made Forspoken. 
So they don't exactly have a great track record. So I don't know why they're doing this, but I mean, I could see taking a look at what, uh, from a technological standpoint and an artistic standpoint, 15 and Forspoken, there is absolutely talent there. There, mm-hmm. there's the ability to make a triple A game for sure. It's just um, certain creative decisions, um, gameplay decisions um, that yeah. could be hit and miss. But there's a whole team of people here that know how to make a triple A video game. Mm-hmm. Get in that respect for sure. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't. Uh, let me see if the article has how much, how much this costs. Uh, it doesn't look like it. So, and they're apparently doing Forspoken DLC, which in that game apparently did well enough. So, that's good. For, good for them. Um. Yeah. All right. Well. Cool. Yeah. And, you know. Uh, to bolster the competitive prowess of the group. Element Studio goal set forth under medium-term business strategy. The biz- medium-term business strategy. High-definition, in parentheses, HD games. Fuck, man, it's 2023. I hope so. <laughs> Making some nah, 480p man. games? What are you doing? 480p, 4x3, we're putting it on the PS2. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, uh, oh, God. I wonder if they mean something else. Um, the, the combining the two entities will further enhance the group's ability to develop HD games. I he has to mean oh. something else. There's got to be. He has to mean like high def, as in like four, like higher definition. That's the only thing I think. Or of. Just like well made, like another way of saying AAA without having to say AAA over and over again. I don't. Something, yeah. Something's getting lost here. But okay. Something. I don't know what, but something. Yeah. Good luck to uh, uh, Luminous Productions. Congratulations uh, on Spoken being decent enough to get some DLC going. And now you got some financial backing under a new Square Enix CEO. Hopefully you'll be able to make something really cool. Yep. That tech is neat. Forspoken looks gorgeous. I just don't want to play mm-hmm. it. I just don't want to play it. Uh, cool. But good luck. <laughs> Alright, what, what do we got next? We got, uh, oh man, just when you thought they couldn't hurt us anymore when it came to respawn. I just, just, just I sorry, mean, they've already, they've already did the killing blow. This is the follow up. This is just them, like, peeing on the corpse. <laughs> you know, like, Jesus Christ. They laid off. EA has laid off an entire division of over 200 Apex Legends QA testers. I, I, so are they just done with Apex Legends? Is that what this is? No, I, I don't know. I doubt no, it. No, no, that game is... 200 testers, though? That's a lot of testers. That is a lot of testers. Are, you, are they not testing much anymore? That's a that's a good question. Maybe they're just focusing on cosmetics and not gameplay. Well, that's the thing. Like in my mind, that sounds like next to done. Uh, obviously, from a financial perspective, making more cosmetics and stuff is great. But if you're just not if you're not going to test like new balances, new balance changes, mm-hmm. right? I feel like you have to test that. Um, I mean, it's still one of the top games on Twitch. Like, it's it's huge right now. Still, like, it's I, that's what I thought. And so this just seems like this it's, seems it's so doing weird. Better than Lightfall, Destiny Two, Lightfall, and Sons of the Forest, which both launched in like the past week. Right. 
So yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know, man. Um, let's see. They were not made aware of the announcement. The cause of why is unclear, but a new email from Magnet Global, an EA client, states that the layoffs were due to the result of the decision to end manual testing operations. Manual testing operation. They have oh. harnessed the ability for AI to test. They've automated. They've automated. That sucks. How? I guess I don't. If that's a thing, I don't know about that technology. I, um, I've no, yeah, I haven't heard of that. I, it doesn't surprise me that it exists. That sounds like something that sh- should be probably on the horizon for a lot of AAA studios is trying to automate as much as possible. Um, I mean, so bo- bo- this is the death knell for QA then? It might be. Or or human QA is a very small yeah. portion compared to the rest because yeah, the AI is not I, good I enough yet. You'll still need some level of human QA, but not nearly. Not nearly as much. Not nearly, not nearly the same. Yeah. Um, I. Oh. Wow. Yeah. No, it's a mean of cutting costs. Yep, that's what it is. Yep. 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 Always, always is. They're still Never, sending out job uh, applications for EA playtesting roles. That that looks promising. <laughs> uh, for fifteen dollars an hour, and then you get laid off months later or something. I don't know. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Okay. Well, hey, guess what? That new studio from former Respawn people's happening. Uh, what's yep, right. Does anyone remember the name of that studio? You should go listen to last week's podcast. Find out, everybody. Go, go take a look at the prior <laughs> podcasts. Um, Wildlight? Uh, wild. Uh, yes. Wildlight. Wild yeah. Wildlight yeah. Entertainment. I wonder if they're hiring. Take a look. Sure. It's cycle continues. It sure does. Which means when did that happen? What twenty ten? Right when uh when uh, respawn yes was yes, no longer was Infinity right. Ward. It was it was right after the Modern Warfare two drama and then yeah. we walk out and shit. Yeah, like that's uh all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna go. Let's yeah, twenty ten. Damn. All right, we're looking at career opportunities over at Wildlife. We've got a lead backend services, senior gameplay engineer, principal graphics engineer. We have a general studio application. You can just you I can, can just do none of those jobs. I can't do any of these things, but hey, no. I'll I'll hang out. I'll, Turns out we need engineers. I'll drink your coffee. Um, yeah, I I imagine they don't have enough. Um, they do not have uh, enough of game yet to. Doing yeah. a whole lot of testing just yet, but they've been developing something for a while. Yeah. So. Oh um, yeah. Oh, uh, good luck, everyone. Uh, M D A. Shit. Fucking shit. I I hope Wildlight blows up and we can all just move over to whatever they make. Yep. Me too. All right. Oh, all right. More interesting news. Valve limits the number of default Steam keys to 5,000 per game, emphasizing its price parity stance. Valve has introduced several updates to guidelines for Steam game keys. Although the rules generally remain the same, there are some nuances that developers should be aware of. The new rules were announced last week and reflected on the Steam's keys page. Big thanks to uh, Simon Carlos and the Game Discover CO team, who not only spotted the update, but highlighted the exact policy changes. 
Valve now mentions a specific number of default release keys up to 5,000. A developer can get it launched to share with Steam users, distribute their games on other digital stormfronts and platforms. There is no guarantee that Valve will provide with additional keys as all requests after 5,000 are reviewed on a case-by-case basis. The number of so-called beta package keys, which are intended for small beta tests and pre-launch access, are now limited to 2,500. For larger-scale tests, Valve recommends using the Steam playtest feature. Valve updated the paragraph about selling games on their stores, adding a new phrase, it is important that you don't give Steam customers a worse deal than Steam key purchasers. Look at uh, that. Uh, wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thus, the company emphasizes its stance on price parity, demanding that developers don't sell their titles at lower prices than on Steam. Valve uh, had to say, we typically look at the level of customer interest on Steam, the total number of keys that have been issued and activated for the game, and the number that are being requested. All imbalance requests, such as when a game with a few hundred units of lifetime sales requesting tens of thousands of keys can be rejected. If you request an extreme number of keys, you're not offering Steam customers a comparable deal, or if your sole business is selling Steam keys and offering value to Steam customers, your request may be nine. You may lose privileges to request keys. A new phrase in the rules reads, implying that in some cases, devs may be prohibited from requesting keys. So, I am not a game developer. Um, I do not know how many keys need, but this seems odd. Low. Seems low. Um, Well, it seems real low when you consider that websites like Fanatical or uh, Green Gaming keys. or CD, yeah, CD Keys, G2A, Humble Bundle, all of those websites sell Steam Keys. And when you consider that, like, this is basically fighting against all that. Yeah, because, yeah, I could pay $50 for Destiny 2 Lightfall, or I can go to CD Keys and get it for 36 Right. You know, because somebody at Bungie doesn't give a shit, or they, you know, are abusing fucking trade or some other shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, or I instead of paying sixty dollars for Hogwarts Legacy, I can play forty six, so yep. on and so forth. Yep. Um. Yeah. No, I understand why they're doing it. It just sucks, yes. especially for, especially for like humble fanatical like. I'm very curious how CD Projekt Red is going to respond to this because they 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 sell all their games on their own store but you also get the Steam thing for it. Um, so... Yeah, this is... They say this is a case-by-case basis, so I imagine CD Projekt Red could negotiate with Steam like they're mm-hmm. big enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a number of... Uh, bigger AAA games will be able to do this, but this really fucks over the smaller people. But, mm-hmm. like, if you're a small team, like, honestly, people should probably be getting as much money to you as they can. Yeah, absolutely. But then, like, I'm looking on, you know, CD Keys, for an example. Um, and, like, all of these are seem to be, like, big AAA titles anyway. Well, right. Like I mean, that's, that's the yeah. The, the, you know, I, the reason I'm going well, to these sites is because the AAA titles are charging so goddamn much. Yeah, like Sons of the Sons of the Forest is on here. It's only fifty cents cheaper. <laughs> so seems like fuck. Know, God damn it. Where am I going? My fifty cents. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so 
cool. I mean, it's the, the, it's the same thing that when games went to $70. It's just like, cool, this means I'm going to buy less video games if that's yep. what they're going to do. Yep. You know? If this fucks over, yeah, the, those those sites, then it's like... So... Um, yeah, I don't. To be honest with you, I don't know when the last time was that I actually purchased a brand new game on Steam, because the deals on GMG and Fanatical are just so good. Like, mm-hmm. why would uh, why would I not save fifteen bucks or whatever? Yeah, um, that's a fucking good question. Actually, I mean, I've done it, but it's purely out of convenience. Um, no, I'm trying to remember the last time I bought a fucking game on Steam, like on yeah. Steam, Steam. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for myself, like when, the, when there's when there's some deep discounts, but like those are not for brand new games. So like all all of the brand new games that I buy, I don't buy in Steam anymore. Right. Uh, I'm looking through my Steam library, and the last time that I bought two new full price Steam games was uh, back in 2020. Oh wait, no, no, there's one new Tales from the Borderlands in October. But otherwise, it was two years prior to that with Cyberpunk and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yep. So, damn. Yeah. Um, I get it, but on the other side of that, like, you know, <sighs> just more of the more more corporations being corporations. What they don't realize is also does not mean I'm going to buy those games on Steam at full price. And they don't understand. I feel they don't understand that. I I wonder, you know, because it feels like the change, I don't know how big of a change we're going to see. If it it results in all of these other sites that people are going to to become uh, like what's the word redundant like they're all going to be at steam prices or more now um or is it going to be like a like a thing where steam has people at valve have to like go onto these sites and make sure they like get a day where you, that you can sell at a, another price level and then valve's like ah don't and they they well, adjust I mean, it. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, you have five thousand keys. So, like, what are these other sites? So you have five thousand fucking keys. So it's like these games automatically. Oh, if you want your fifteen or twenty percent discount, you gotta get on CD keys or fanatical immediately. It becomes a thing. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, they did a they did a Tekken three clothing like item drop where they only had a, a limited amount of stuff, so you had to wait for. A tweet or the Instagram story to drop, and then you had to go on the site and get it before it sold out. And now we got to do that for video games to get like a five dollar discount. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, used games like. I un- again, um, I understand this more than a number of situations where corporations are trying to get more money out of people. This I understand this yeah. more than a lot of those. Yeah, this is not nearly as gross, but go on. But at the same time, it's like, it feels like corporations in and outside of gaming, just across the board, are trying to find every single nickel and dime in everyone's pocket. And I'm, like, fed up with it. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. uh, 100%. Oh, it's frustrating. Like, cost, cost of everything is fucking exploding. Wages are not going up. I have my raise this month, and I guarantee you it's going to not match inflation at all. Yep. 
Um, and uh, that's gonna suck yep. on itself. And like, like you just have to stop. And then that, like they're gonna be like, "Why are we making money?" Because you fucking fucked up everything. Was why. <laughs> you know, like, it's just like it goes back to. I will always remember this Jim Sterling comment from like a decade ago. At this point. These companies don't want to make a profit. They don't want to make some money. They want to make all of the money. A little bit. Yep. Yep. It, that, that is... Now this yep. private, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. This is them trying to just... I, I think this is more of them just trying to get extra money because inflation's hitting them as a business, probably. Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. That makes sense. That's... that's, that's well, that's the real. I mean, that's why my rent went up. I have a deal for my rent, but it still had to go up because the cost of the house went up, so the property taxes went up. Right. You know, just yeah. you know, like it's a lot, yeah. and you know, it goes back to like, yeah, video games aren't like the most essential, but also like this is how I, this is my way of unwinding more than anything else. This is how I like to spend my my free time everyone has their thing and Mm -hmm. um video games are expensive yeah like even if like granted there are ways to make it more affordable but you know a a gaming pc in itself is probably a grand or more yeah yeah, or like even if you're buying a console like 300 to 500 dollars is not like an easy purchase for a lot of people these days it's not like i like i'll like if you told me like hey you gotta blow 500 bucks right now i'd be like hey give me a month or two maybe yeah you know, like it's it's not it's not an easy thing for no. a lot of people and you know you're all like and i just yeah man it's it's people are just gonna go to used games or they're gonna play like their one service game, or they're gonna go play fucking old games, you know? Because like games are, you know, games are seventy bucks a pop. I can't get deals on them anymore. Well, fuck you then. I'm just gonna play World of Warcraft and pay fifteen dollars a month. Right. I'm just playing it forever because fuck you. Yeah. You know, like you know, and then that's what it is. Oh god, just yep. Fuck. Were they really losing this much money? Was it was it really going up? I mean, I, I was buying games from Fanatical recently. They, they mm-hmm. had some deals. Um, but I was also buying games from Steam proper. Like, taking advantage of those deals. But I guess, I guess it's hitting them hard enough, right? I, it, uh, I, uh, yeah, it must be. That's the only thing I think of because, like, they're it's not like they're you know, like I said, they're a privately traded company, so they don't you know they're they don't need the fucking they don't need the extra man. Yeah. Like I don't. Weird. So, um, whatever. I guess uh, we'll see how Fanatical and uh, all those other websites handle it. Oh, how it all shakes out. How it all shakes out. We'll have to keep an eye on it. Yep. Yep happens god damn it um yeah just fuck man yep that that, that one really bummed me out yeah, yeah this is a big story uh there are a number of things here obviously but uh this one could we'll see the impacts of the 
going forward. Oh, all right. All right. Next story. Uh, Resident Evil 4. Dev reveals the hurdles facing a new chainsaw controller and why we're not getting one. I don't uh, care. I don't who, care. Just bring it back. Who is asking this question? But also... <laughs> Me! I want one! <laughs> we, can't, we can't even get Rock Band controllers. Why are we trying to get a chainsaw controller? Give me all the controllers. Uh, I don't want all the controllers, but I want a new chainsaw controller. I've got a controller uh, problem. Give me all the controllers. I just... I, uh, Aaron, don't you want to like scroll down so you can see an image I'm, of it? I'm trying to, yeah. This... But, like, don't you want a new dumb GameCube controller, but for your PS5 or Xbox? This looks so uncomfortable. uncomfortable. This looks so it's uncomfortable not, to hold. Holy it's shit. Not meant for, it's not meant for use. <laughs> that's not that's not meant to be used. Then leave it to like the gaming merchandise people. There are people who make who can make this shit already. There are people out there. It doesn't have to be yeah. official. That's I'm, yeah, people want it to be official. You know, of course they is, do. But, like, you can make like, it officially licensed. Give them the rights to put to slap Resident Evil Four on the controller, and then some mm -hmm. Etsy maker mm -hmm. just does it. Like you can do that. Oh uh, fuck. But no, like, like legit though. Like, th think about, think about how dope it would be to have. <laughs> God damn it! Um, think about how awesome it would be to have. Like, oh man, we have a PS5 version of this fucking controller. It'd be amazing. Haptic feedback uh, for the chainsaw bit. Yes. <laughs> Uh, rumbles the chain moves yeah yeah uh, uh, we'll see yeah, if they dude. do that then the pressure's really on the gears of war team like <laughs> yes come on happening. now let's let's see you want to talk about sales holy shit microsoft should just have a chainsaw on an xbox controller and it only works with gears of war you fire up the chainsaw and it just rattles your controller and the chainsaw moves Ugh. That would be pretty fucking sick, actually. That would be amazing. It would be great. <laughs> God damn it. Um, uh, but yeah, so it comes down to like, you know, we were only, they were only designing one back in the day because GameCube mm -hmm. only got it versus now they'd have to design at least two, if not four. So they're like, nah. Still, it's still like, disappointing. I was just like, Especially because I look at them, and I'm like, well, the layout for the Xbox and the PlayStation honestly aren't all that different, and I and I and I think for a collectible controller, people honestly wouldn't give a shit if the stick layout was different than what the main controller is. Like, if we're being honest, yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm glad someone asked, and what I especially love is the producer totally took the question seriously. And yeah, he's just like, I'm glad you remember that thing. Here, here's here's a serious answer as to why we can't do that. It's like, you did not have to field it that way, and you did. But thank you, you fucking Giga Chad. Yeah. Dear God. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, um, that demo is supposedly out the ninth. We all playing it? We all excited for it? I'm ready to watch y'all play it. It's gonna be good. Oh, you're not gonna play it? Yeah. We, we, Why not? We have, you know, we can talk about it later, but just gaming habits have changed for me. Um, adult schedule. I have to pick and choose uh, my battles. 
I feel I'm I'm beyond excited for this, so I'm making time for this. No, no qualms with that. It's gonna be. It looks really good. It looks like a really good game. I'm excited for everyone to play it. Fair enough. All right. Well. Um... Yeah, all right. Uh, next up, we have... Uh, this This story is actually kind of sad. Um, uh, this is what it is. I mean, yeah, uh, but, you're right. Uh, so, due to a security issue, the original Splatoon and the Wii U version of Mario Kart 8 are being ripped off the internet forever. Yep. yep. You will not be able to play them. That is a security issue... And they don't want to spend the time and resources fixing it. I like this but. line that says, and it's not clear when they'll be back online. Like, mm-hmm. let's be real. Let's Fun. never. never. Why, are they, well, why would they do it? They said the same thing about Dark Souls Remastered, right? And then eventually, well, after that, like a year, uh, year, came back online. Uh, yeah, that's a different story, though, because that game was actually successful. You know, like, that, like how many people bought a Wii U? Like... There, you can already play these games essentially on a Switch. Can you play Splatoon yeah. 1 online on the Switch? No, but Splatoon 2 is better, so why sure. does it matter? Um, and Splatoon 3 is better than both of those, so... You know? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it's so. just from a historical perspective, it'd be cool if there's yeah, like a, a way yeah, to, like to a, a break something together. the game, yeah. Yep. I, I got you. Yep. So. But, yeah, that's just... Nintendo's not great about that for a number of reasons. Uh, yeah, we just got GBA games. I know Anthony was commenting to me like, "Oh, I missed so many good GBA games." I'm like, "Yeah, enjoy those coming out at a trickle over the next two years." Yep. Yep. Uh, like, it's great that you, uh, you know, I'm happy that he can play Metroid Fusion because that game is the fucking shit. The game is but dope. It is so good. so good. Yep. Are the GBA uh, games available for the basic Nintendo? Nope, it's the fancy one. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, regular Game Boy for the regular Nintendo Online. So, yeah, you can still play um, Link's Awakening, the original. There you go. There you go. That's yeah. a, that's a that's a bomb game, right? Yeah, it's a good one. Minish Cap. Um, go play Minish Cap. Yeah, Urgh. that's that's another one that's gonna be on that service. Great game. Game is so, a banger. Absolutely, hundred percent. Um, I don't know, like. On the one hand, I get it because game preservation is important. On the other hand, I'm just like, well, these games can be played easily, you know, off the internet. That's the thing. Yeah. There's a way to play those people, games and whatever. Yeah, yeah, and people will that, figure out how to do. Yeah, uh, that and someone will figure it out. Yeah, yeah some, like, some some madman will figure that out. Yeah, yeah. No. They did it for Smash. Why? Why couldn't they do it for the original Splatoon? Uh, well, yeah, exactly. There are people so. who have put all their efforts towards trying to create an emulator that perfectly emulates all Atari Jaguar games. There's going to be a Wii U equivalent person <laughs> and makes it their sole mission. Be thankful to. That's right, and they'll make it so that if you've got a tablet, you can hook your tablet up wirelessly, I'm sure, and use that as your Wii U controller screen because they do that for rhythm games. So why not for this? Exactly. <laughs> Fucking love the internet. Yep. <laughs> Good Jesus. Video game industry won't do it, so the uh, the community will have. Oh, they, they'll the, always the, have the, those the, people. The right. Thanos, I'll do it myself. People. Yep. That's right. They will die, and then their eulogy will be: "They kept the Wii U alive." God damn it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What a hero. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh. Oh, oh god! I'm just reminded of the 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 like when everyone so, when someone talks nice about the Wii U on the internet, and then someone posts a picture of the meme of groundskeeper Willie. That's not what you said the first time you saw me. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. People shit all over that thing. I love my Wii U. It was that really. Thing is, uh, it, you, oh, I had such mixed feelings about it. Like it was just like. Yeah, this thing was not great hardware. It's slow and buggy, but like it had some really good games on it. It had some good games really and some good games. ideas, and those ideas came to fruition on the Switch. Um, yep. Yep. The, yep. The, the, those... Switch the Wii U had to walk so that the Switch could run. Yes, and you know, that that's actually... Uh, there was an, uh, this isn't on the docket either, but the uh, tangentially related news story I choose not to put on... Well, hey, the Switch is six. As oh my of God! Two days ago. Mm-hmm. Yep, six years ago. I. Yep. Go ahead. I was saying six years ago, I froze to death in a line outside of Best Buy to get mine. Is that the last time you went out? That is the last time I did a console launch. Mm-hmm. I was up till two in the morning trying to find, the, like when it was announced and pre-orders went live. I was up until two in the morning trying to find a website that would still have those pre-orders and for whatever reason GameStop at 2am went live with more pre more pre-orders and I was like oh thank god yeah so I, f- I find that actually to be really funny because I got a pre-order like the second they went live at Target but Target took too many pre-orders so mine got cancelled like two weeks prior oh, to the launch and I'm like fuck I want one of these bad though these things look fucking amazing especially because at the time I was riding the bus and have cars still Mm-hmm. So I went, at, so the day of the launch, I go on to, like, I, like, get out of work, because I wasn't calling into work. I was like, all right, we'll go to GameStop on our bus route home first, because it's at the mall. Let's see. I say, like, so is there any extras by chance? Like, do you, you know, what's the head count, et cetera, et cetera? And they're like, uh, yeah, no chance, bro. It's you, you pre-ordered or nah. Yep. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. thank you for being honest. Cool. So I was like, all right, well, there's a Best Buy across the street. Let's go to the Best Buy. I get in line at the Best Buy, and I'm like, number 10. And they're like, and I'm like, and I and I just try to ask the guy, like, well, you're like, how many do you think you guys are getting? And they're like, mm, probably anywhere. They've said anywhere from 5 to 15. And I'm like, oof, risky, risky play here. But I just, I decided to stick it out. And, sure. But while I'm sitting there, I decide, okay, you know what? There's a Walmart right down the road. I'm gonna call the Walmart, right? <laughs> so let, let's let's call the Walmart. So I call the Walmart, and they're like, uh, we have one person in line right now, and we're supposedly getting anywhere from five to ten. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, which one do I have to bet on? Will I get down the road to this Walmart? before other people show up or do I want to risk it on Best Buy? Mm-hmm. And I decided to make the call like, okay, I'm going to risk it on Best Buy Yep. Uh, because I figured, all right, by the time I walk over or Uber or Lyft over to that Walmart, uh, that, that those spots may be taken. Yeah. And they said they're getting where like 10 to 15, five to 15, like somewhere in that range. So fuck it. Like I have my best shot here. Yep. So I sit down in line and it is freezing because it's fucking Nevada in March. Um, Reno, Nevada in March anyway. So I, I am just dying. 
right? Yeah. Like it is, it is miserable. Um, and at the time I was studying for my insurance exams. So I was just like, okay, like just, you know, you know, I was like trying to focus on my studying. Couldn't try to watch stand up. Couldn't, I got so fucking cold that I ordered a Domino's pizza to the line. Yeah. Not because I was super hungry, but because it would keep me warm. <laughs> Jeez. Um, the thing I love, though, is the delivery guy walks over to us. He's like, all right, which one of you was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I raise my hand. I eat my half a pizza. I drink my, I drink my, I think I ordered a Coke with it. And then I and then I gave uh and then I gave the rest of it to some other dude in the line. The guy next to me is shadow boxing to stay warm. I'll do um, it, sure. It did not work for me because, but I tried. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I'm chatting with people, we're having a good time. The guys next to me were smart because I was wall sitting the entire time. The guys next to me were like, they brought they brought a fucking card table, their laptops, they're hooked up to the Best Buy Wi-Fi. Like they, 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 yep. they, they, they were ready. Yep. <laughs> they knew th- these men had a plan. I mean, that's um, the way to go when you're not when you're not a kid yeah. and a bundle of energy. Like you need to set up. Yeah. Uh, this, this, you know, I, and I was just out of the kid era because I, you know, I was 26. Yeah. So I, I, I thought I could still do it. <laughs> I was just like, I, I was, I thought I still had it. Everyone has to have that moment where they realize they don't have it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so so anyway what ends up happening is uh i'm sitting in that line and i get in uh and i get in and i'm just like all right cool and i'm warming up i'm freezing to death uh well actually i should say before that they're like okay we got we ended up getting 40 not including the pre-orders and i'm like fucking 40 and there were like 55 people in line and i'm like wow this worked out fucking great yeah like holy shit, good on Best Buy. I'm going above and beyond, you know. So anyway, so I fucking I get you know. So I'm confirmed to get my switch at around eleven. So I'm like sitting there in line, and I was dependent on getting paid that week to be able to pay for it. All right, it strikes midnight. I go up to pay for my switch. My card gets declined. Yep, that sucks. Yep. I have oh, oh this I have a fucking heart attack. I checked my bank account. I my direct deposit isn't in there yet. I'm like, oh, what the good, fuck? It's, yeah. mid- it's it's midnight. What the shit? And I told them like, well, and I and I'm thinking to myself, well, sometimes it takes an extra five ten minutes to post. I'll I'll ask them, hey, can you give me five ten minutes? And they're like, yeah, sure. So they put that one aside, and then um, and then they just kind of you know are like whatever. And then you know I check my bank five minutes later. It's there. And I pick up my Switch, and I was buying Zelda digitally, so I didn't buy any games or controllers or anything with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I'm thinking, like, all right, I could take the bus home, but I'm so tired and cold and exhausted. (laughs) Fuck it. I'm going to just take an Uber. There you go. I take an Uber. I get home. I set Zelda up to download while I'm sleeping, and I pass the fuck out. Yep. Yep. Um... Yeah, it was it was uh it was a fucking magical time. Uh, not everyone uh, can. You want to talk about malls again, man? It was mm-hmm. nice when they let you just hang out in the mall and wait outside the game stuff. Oh my god! You wanna you wanna that that PS5 launch was so cush because of that. Just... <laughs> so or sorry, PS4. Sorry, uh, yeah, PS4. Yeah. Be like uh, just 
you're hanging out, you're just having a good time, just uh, not even to worry about. <laughs> just fucking hey, dude. So nice. Um, yeah, it really was. Um, so I have not been playing my Switch very much. I got to be honest with. You. Um, same. What was the I was the last? Oh, Bayonetta three. Like Bayonetta three was the last time I played a meaningful amount of my Switch. I am committed to not buying. I so I was committed to not buying Metroid Prime until I finished Hi-Fi Rush. I'm just waiting until I get paid again. Um, but yeah, so that's you know that'll be my next one, and then it'll be Zelda, and then maybe Pikmin, and then I'm kind of done. Oh yeah, yeah, because I'm not sure if I'm. I don't know where I'm gonna get see a star shit. So okay, um, yeah, yep. So, but it's been a good system. I've been. It has a lot of time lately into my Switch for theater rhythm. Oh, there it you go. Been, it has been the most successful Nintendo platform by far. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, there's a uh, there's a rumor that this holiday season we're getting a Switch 1.5. Uh, is this the continuation of the Switch Pro rumors, or is this something different? I th- I, th- I think so because well, and and there's a like what started the rumor is that there's that Pokemon. Scarlet and Violet patch or DLC that's coming out that says that new Switch hardware, it's going to take advantage of new Switch hardware. Oh. Maybe it's an so, add-on, though. Yeah, people are thinking that it's um, it's it's not quite a Switch Pro or a Switch 2. Hmm. I mean, I was an idiot and I bought this thing, so... It's... At least you can plug in an Ethernet port. That's true. <laughs> I can make Smash Bros. suck less. Great. I tried, I tried to play Goldeneye with one, some friends. Oh, look at that thing. Day one switch. Jesus Christ. With the, hoary, with the fat hoary joysticks. They look uh, good. Cool. They actually so have they actually oh, have handles that form around yeah. your fingers. It's good. It's great. So I had a launch switch, as you guys know, but uh, like the reason I switched the OLED is one, I was making way more money at the time. And not only does I making way more money, but I also like that thing was dying. That thing was on its last, last leg. Yeah. You know, like, uh, and then, you know, and I was like, well, if I can find one, maybe. And then a dude I knew who worked at a GameStop was just like, hey, I got him. I'll hold one for you. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, fuck. Here we are. Here we are indeed. Uh, um, yeah. Well, so. good luck to the future of the Switch. It seems like there's a little more to go. Mm-hmm. God, it feels old. Every time I play that thing, it just feels old as fuck. Like Bayonetta last year. Like Bayonetta was my second or third favorite game of last year, but like, bruh, it was rough going at points. Like, I have a feeling that Tears of the Kingdom is going to be the same way. It's gonna be a good game, but it's gonna be very technically limited. Like, my my big request for like I don't have many requests for the Switch Two or whatever the fuck they're gonna call it beyond make it backwards compatible and all my digital downloads usable. Mm. Yep, that that's that's basically all I want. Yep. Like, you Bigger don't need... internal storage, please. And that's right. not an issue. Those SD cards were cheap. So I I have well, I have a. Fun... I... I remember when it came out, they said that anybody who needs more than like 32 gigabytes of internal storage is a nerd. <laughs> um, and I'm like, and Zelda, like uh... Zelda is literally half of that. <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, like, and then the Switch OLED at 64. 
and like i bought a 512 well i had a i had a progression like i bought it about a 128 i'm like oh that'll be fine mm-hmm. go to 256 oh that's almost full and then i'm at 512 and it's i still have a lot of space left so i'm you know right and, what, do I, what do i have it, And there's honestly not that many games left I want to get for it. Like, I'd like to get maybe Persona 4, just have an easy way to play it portably. Uh, Final Fantasy X, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Maybe Sea of Stars, Zelda, and the Pikmin games, and that's kind of all I'm missing. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, and yeah, we don't have any other news stories, so let's take a quick break and then hit what you've been playing. Uh, do you want to look at the this uh, Nintendo oh, sale yes. real quick? Just just real yeah. quick. Let's take a look. So um, Mod Mommy is sick right now, but they have a uh, due to Mario Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of Nintendo sales going on of different Mario games. Uh, and close to the tenth, there's gonna be more. Basically, every Mario game is anywhere from like thirty three to forty percent off. Okay. So if you go on Amazon or you go on Nintendo and you want Mario Odyssey or Mario Kart or the thing that I realized about this is outside of Mario Party, I uh kind of have every Mario game on the Switch. Yeah, I um, still to this day have not played Super Mario Odyssey. Looks it's fucking it is. it's good. Awesome. That's what I hear. Yeah, so. you you were missing out. Yeah. Uh, also, in honor of Mario Day and the Mario movie, they are doing a special Switch bundle for the regular Switch. Uh, you get a Switch with red Joy-Cons, and you get to choose one game between Mario Kart 8, Mario U Deluxe, and Mario Odyssey. Oh. Yep. That's interesting. So. Okay. You know what they should do is, is for Mario Day, they should announce a new Mario and Luigi RPG. Bowser's Inside Story. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, that wouldn't be bad. Um, I don't care what it is, just give me more. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so they're they're having uh, they're having a little sale there and they're gonna keep doing that. They're making a big deal out of Mario Day. Uh so you know, a lot of good a lot of good Mario games on the Switch you can go check out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. So awesome. Yep, yep. Alright, well, yeah, I think we'll let's get a small break in, and then we got what we've been playing and and everything else. So uh, call it a night. Yeah, call it a day. Jesus, <laughs> it, is, it is not dark out. It's not even close. <laughs> All right, and it's winter. Give it two minutes. It's dark in my mind, man. <laughs> it is. Uh, All right, back, guys. All right, be right back. Let's take a break. Okay, we're back. We have returned! We are here to talk video games? Video games. Hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, so, hey, uh, I don't know, I just played WoW this week. (laughs) Going on, it's new in WoW. Um, this new expansion has been so good, I'm actually leveling alt. Right? Yes. That is a weird statement for me because I haven't done that like for like, you know, unless there's like a big leveling event going on since Legion. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I've been playing it on Holy Death Knight, super fun. Uh our raid team is 7 for 8 normal, 1 for 8 heroic now. 
Um, I'm just having a fucking blast. Like it, it's it's the best that game has been since Legion. Right. So in about six to seven years, like it's, I I it it is so good to be home. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Let's see. Did I play anything? I'm trying to think if I played anything else. Oh yeah. Uh, Stella got new tires yesterday, so we brought our switches and played in the lobby while they did that. Nice. And Smart. I play. Yeah, I played Katana Zero. She played Oregon Trail as a good time. Cool. Um, I'm trying to think if I did anything else. Like, um, no, that's it. Oh, actually, no. I finally bought Android Twenty One Lab Coat for Dragon Ball <laughs> and tried her out Damn. for a little bit. Damn, way behind the times on that one. Yeah, well, because she came out like so late after the last yeah. season pass, and I was like, I'm not gonna bother with this for now. And uh, yeah, she seems cool. Very hyper aggressive. Like, holy shit, her block strings mm-hmm. are amazing, dude. Like, just like you want to just keep someone in the corner forever, right? So, um, you know, good reach, good moves. Has a fucking great grab. Like, she's dope. Um, I don't think I'll move her off onto my main team. Yeah. No, nah, Ultra Instinct Goku is too much fun. True. Oh, some, someone's getting someone's getting super aggro counter. <laughs> right. Mm, how do you like my full screen grab, sir? <laughs> he isn't considered like a fucking king shit like he was when he launched, but he's still so fucking good. Like, lordy, he's good. It's it, um, it like a really fun character, especially if you know what you're doing. Yeah, and like yeah. Kid Boo, just most people just don't know the matchup and are not used to characters who are gonna fucking hit you from almost anywhere on the screen. And then I feel like we fighting game people should know this from Street Fighter Two onward. There are people that can hit you from all over on the screen. You got to know. Uh, yeah, Doesn't yeah, matter yeah. Where you are. Yeah, yeah, but it's not, it's not just beams though. It's his stretchy limbs. Well, exactly, Dulcie. Uh, yeah, we should right. know this. There's history. Yeah, nah, dude. But like, uh, he's so much fun. Just like that, that fucking dad, that two M, where it's just boom, boom under the ground. Uh. Um. So yeah, I like it. And then, you know, base Goku is, you know, just a ton of fun. Yeah, like, like uh, people at the level I play at, at least, just do not know how to handle Kaioken most of the time. It's funny. Or they'll do something where they're like, "Oh, I think he's free." Like, "Oh, you are about to get hit with a level, you know that that level three Kamehameha." (laughs) Uh, Jesus. I love looking at this game. Uh, Just it's awesome. The 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 finals are going on right now. Like it, it uh, you know, I love watching it. Like it is the most, like outside of maybe Marvel, it is also the most fun to watch. Right. Yeah, it's really fun to watch. Um, like, to, what is your favorite fighting game to watch, Jesse? I'm I'm curious. Uh, you know, Marvel Three is like super fun. Yeah, watch. it is. Tekken's Tekken's really pretty and fun to watch. But I'm not I'm not a big fan of playing it. Sure. And Dragon Ball Fighters is super fun to watch. I, I think yeah. those three those three are pretty high up for me. Yeah, like I, I like the hyper fighters always just a blast. Yep. Yeah. Like Marvel two, Marvel three, fucking Dragon Ball Fighters. Like they all have this big like just especially because like Marvel three the matches can flip so fast. Yep. Yeah, like, you they made can, one bad decision and the, you lost the match. 
Yeah, like, like you are just kicking this dude's ass, but you dropped one combo, and then, oh, fuck. We're off to the races. Dragon Ball's a little more lenient. Dragon Ball's a lot of moments that are, like, a little more chill. Like, oh, I can still come back, especially because of the comeback mechanics. But, yeah, no. Yeah. I, as a Dragon Ball fan, this is by far, like, my favorite to watch. Just because of Dragon Ball, it's a very faithful uh, Dragon Ball recreation. The, the franticness of it, the bouncing people off walls and bouncing them back to the middle of the screen to continue your combo. It's just, it's good. It's it's The vibe is perfect. The animation is so cool to look at. There's Well, and just all the moves are straight from the manga or yep. the fucking TV or the, the, the yep. anime and just yep. it, like, like there are moves, like regular normals where I'm like, oh, that's like literally just straight. Yep. From the fucking, um, from the, the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's good. You know, it's so fucking awesome. Like, straight up. It's awesome coming from. I was big on Budokai. I loved Budokai to death. I could play. Like, if you're counting time offline playing against the computer, Budokai, the Budokai games are the most I ever got into fighting games. Um, Budokai, yeah, Budokai 3 might be my most played fighter ever uh, because of the fact that I was 15 when that game came out. Yep. And just had a ton of time and just unlocked everything, loved doing everything. Um, yeah, it's fucking awesome. So, uh, so good. But this is this has replaced it by far. This is this is the mm-hmm. way to experience a Dragon Ball fighter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, World Tour Absolutely. World Tour final. I guess the final final um, is happening yeah. at the moment that we are recording this podcast. Taco versus Ka- Kane. Uh, yeah, they're in, they're in top six right now. Are they? Yeah, okay, so. hang on a second. Uh, I want to see if we can I, just pull I it do- up real quick. I know they're committed to not doing another balance patch, but I really would love them just like pare down fusions just a little bit. Mm, sure. uh, like, like both the Gogetas and Vegito and Android 21, she's not a fusion, but still have been on like every team. <laughs> it feels like that's just how it sometimes ends up, right? Just. I mean, yeah, like every fighting game has some level of that. Like you're you're gonna fucking yeah, just eventually like, get into a meta. Like, yeah. you know, like watch Marvel three. How many teams have Virgil? A yep. lot. Yeah, or Morgan or Morgan Doom. Yeah, that's exactly like just you know. Um, it's actually why I appreciate people when they're running like non-meta teams, like that Broly TN eighteen ah. guy. Right, like, that's, that's super cool. Yeah, um, like I love watching high-level play of the fusion characters. Like, I, like I've I've been watching super like Super Saiyan Four Gogeta is when I like came out when I was like finally winding down from the game a little bit. Um, so I don't know him that well. So I've been like watching a bunch of stuff with him and just like, God, he's fucking. He looks so sick. It looks very good. Um, I love that TN is like a super competitive character. <laughs> yeah, he he's legit. Yeah, he's dude. really good. I, I love it. I love. I love the fact. I, I love that Yamcha was was that character for a good long while. Yamcha, yeah, Yamcha was top tier for like an entire season. Fucking it awesome! So- it's so great. Oh, I'm like the the story is really good because at the beginning it's like oh no everybody's at the same power level as Yamcha because everybody's had like all of their power depleted or absorbed or something. Yep. Yeah. What a what a good what a good bit. 
Uh, and so it sounds yeah. like I'll kill you, and I'm just like, I think I could take you now. Like, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think this would be a fair fight. Oh my god, it's beautiful. Uh, it's so good. Love it. Yeah. Yamcha was not a bad fighter because of technique. He was a bad fighter right. because fucking the fact that he just could not hang on the power level of the fucking aliens and the triclops and yep. the fucking. Uh... Yeah. Like, you have to. You have to think like Yamcha and Krillin. Like, just compared to regular humans in-universe, like, mm -hmm. are absurd. They're absurd. Like, you look at, like, like oh, compare really them particular, to... Like, that, yeah. that dude is the strongest, probably the strongest human in that universe. He's the best martial artist in that universe, for sure. I, I would say Roshi is the best martial artist. I think Tournament of Power confirmed that, but, like... Well, that's true, know. he does have that power-up that he can access. Well, not only that, but he also just has, like, the techniques, dude. Like, just the fucking, just, just like, you know, and like all the experience he has. Like, he was fighting Ganos and was just like fucking dodging everything. On in the because, manga, he actually goes toe to toe with Jiren and does okay. Yeah, like, because he has no experience. Like, he knows everything. And for, and in the manga, in a brief moment against Jiren, he's just like, Beerus is like, did he use Ultra Instinct for like a second there? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> right. you know, it's like, like, Roshi is so experienced in combat that like, he literally will tap into accidental Ultra Instinct briefly. Oh god. Um, but no, like, yeah, like, the, all three of the big humans, like, are, you know, the, the, like, by the standard, like, compare that to, like, Hercule, who, like, was a world champion, or, like, the other world tournament fighters who aren't the Z fighters. Yeah. Like, they're, like, Trillin and Roshi are fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and even Yamcha's insane, like, yeah, it's just, you know. We, we, we need some arcs that remind Remind us that like Yamcha may be the worst of the fighters, but like here's some human beings and oh shit, oh no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I oh, I love how that's what I loved about like the Terminator of Power lead up is like Krillin fighting Gohan and just like Gohan, this is a this is a tournament. It's not an all holds barred death match. He's like, yeah, I know. And then Krillin just is like he goes to his eternal monologue. I don't think you appreciate what that means, Gohan. You know, and just knocks him out of the ring with a solar flare. Yep. <laughs> you know. Yep. Or like when he's fighting Goku, he buzz the platform underneath him yeah uh, like uh, so many good fucking moments yep like just uh, son of a bitch uh. all right yep so there's fighters here we, we are crossing our fingers hopefully by the time you hear this on the podcast they have announced at least a date for rollback yep Yep. Just let me know how much my stupid PS5 upgrade is gonna cost, and let me play it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's just how much money do you need from me so I can play this game with rollback in peace? So now that it can just be, it can just exist forever in this state. And we yep. and people can jump online and play and right. not have problems. All people want. 
Well, exactly, and like you know, pe that people are still asking for like new characters who are not in it, and because like people want Raditz and Zarbon and Dodoria and like you know they they want some other characters from Super like uh, Dispo and Top. Yeah. Uh, like it's. Like and I get it. Like I'm, I'm down. You know, I. But I'm also like, I would love for them to make a single player that is better. Like that isn't just like aha funny, you know, Dragon Ball jokes and commentary and whatnot, but actual like teaches you how to play the game. Um, and then roll back, and then cool, you have made my perfect fighting game, I'm done. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. Um, yeah, because I remember, I was at the E3 when they revealed this, um, and I remember getting a press release from Bandai Namco being like, unrevealed game! And I'm like, what the fuck? Because it was like, we're gonna, you're gonna check out Nino Kuni 2, and you're gonna check out, uh, uh, Project Cars 3? 2 or 3. And unreleased name. And then, like, the Microsoft press conference happens, this gets announced. I'm like, well, I know what the third game is now. Yeah. Oh. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. And, like, just instantly was just like, oh my god, they have made, they're making my perfect video game. Yep. Because I, I love Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball video games forever. Like, like I love Legacy of Goku 2. Yeah. I wish playing Legacy of Goku 3 wasn't a giant pain in the ass. I love Budokai 3. I love Budokai Tenkaichi 3. Yeah. Um, those are two games that I would love a PS4 part 4 or PS5. Um, but this game was just like, oh no, we made a real fighting game. Exactly. We didn't make an arena fighter. Nope. Which, you know, which I love the arena fighters. We didn't make like Budokai, like, which is good for a Dragon Ball game. Yeah. We didn't make Xenoverse with this cool, weird RPG thing. We made a new, uh, real ass fighting game evo worthy fighting game yes and on top of that it was being made by the persona 4 ultimax team which at the time was my favorite anime fighter right and i was just like oh. and then they're like oh yeah and it plays like marvel's capcom and i was yep. just like nope. <laughs> everything <laughs> i was just like it's everything i ever wanted <laughs> It's so beautiful. So we'll probably, hopefully, we'll, we'll get that rollback announcement. Um, that'll uh, provide an influx of players for a little bit here, and then uh, Evo has announced their their retro slot. Uh, for UMVC3, which means a few years down the road, it can be fighters. I actually thought of a fun idea of the retro shot. Be I, I actually thought of a fun stream idea. Is I own Marvel Infinite and all of its DLC. Uh huh. I was like, we should do a Marvel Infinite night. It'd be really funny. <laughs> Why Marvel Infinite though? Because because it's just this weird thing. And man, I remember the lead up to Dragon Ball Fighters. Like, oh, it's gonna be a competition between it and Marvel Infinite. It's like a Dragon Ball Fighters is like, what competition? Well, right. Um, Infinite, from what I understand, yeah. shot itself in the foot. Like, that's not even. It did. It did. That the was a really game... unfortunate part is that that game is super fun. Uh, that game is plays great, but looks like trash and has trash modes and a trash roster. Yep. 
um, because they were too concerned with using current MCU stuff and not just doing a good roster. Yep. yep. On the upside, we did get Venom and Monster Hunter, so I guess that's cool. Yeah. Um, that mod scene's going. Yeah. Where'd you where'd you get this? Is this on console? Yeah, I buy all of them on console. Okay. I, the only the only one I don't buy on like I have Persona Ultimax on on PC because of you. Yeah. Schoolgirls because it was so cheap that like why not? Right. Um and then Multiverses on PC because it was just easier to stream it that way. Yeah. And then I own Dragon Ball Fighters on every platform it's on. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I only have all I only have all the DLC for PlayStation. So. Gotcha. Um, so if I, if we were to play Dragon Ball Fighters on uh, PC, I would be at a significant disadvantage from character selection. But otherwise, uh, yeah. And is Tekken crossplay? Because I was like, oh man, we should do some Tekken sets soon. I don't think it is. I have no idea. Motherfuckers. Um, yeah, like that's that's gonna be the next big hurdle for fighting. Like there's there's two hurdles left for fighting games. One, tutorials need to be better teaching you how to play the game needs to be better two is crossplay yep. uh street fighter 6 i believe is cross cross play right yeah so is five. Oh, okay well then yeah yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna have an issue there okay. uh, that's 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 gonna be easy so all right yeah um so we have the we have the loser side semi-finals we have one winner it was kane looks like we have shanks versus zane next okay um Man, what is with France being so good at Dragon Ball Fighters? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing over there. Um, so, yeah. All right. Um, so Dragon Ball Fighters is happening right now. We'll yep. what happens with that. Hopefully we get a good announcement that we can report on next Sunday. Yep, yep. Uh, all right. And then, Jesse, what would you play? Uh, played Sons of the Forest for most of the week in Final My... Fantasy fourteen. All right. My, my girlfriend has been super into Sons of the Forest, and I'm going to play it with her eventually. If you um, like survival games, it's good. I okay. don't like survival games. Yeah, All that's right. a thing. All right, so I'm probably not going to enjoy it. Why? Have, wait, you don't like survival games, so why are you playing it then? My wife. Uh, <laughs> wow, this story is very familiar. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, go I on. I mean, it's... It's all right. It's it's okay. It's a survival game. So again, if you like survival games, I'm told it's great. It's fantastic. Uh, for me, uh, the crafting crafting system is kind of cool. Um, the the enemies are. If you played the forest, it's. I mean, it's more of the forest. No, I, I, I never. I never played the forest. I, I heard about a lot it. of stuff that's streamlined. It's it's a horror survival game. Um, not, yeah. not to be confused with survival horror. Uh, she uh, she thinks that it is the one survival game I may end up really liking. Mm, so interesting. So that that is why I've been a lot more willing to go ahead and give mm -hmm. it a shot. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm still playing. I haven't put it down, so that probably says something about it. Yeah, fair. I have another yeah. friend who's who's uh, looking into the game and really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Curious to see how people people like it, because, yeah, the, the number of people seem to be checking it out right now. Yeah. And then uh, yesterday I picked up Wo Long. Wo Long. Isn't that on Game Pass? 
It is, yeah, but I picked it up on on PS5 so I could play it at 4K and with HDR and at 120 FPS because I only have a Series S. Couldn't you do that on your PC? No, because the PC port is fucked up. Uh, oh, people oh, okay. are complaining about it bricking their PCs, so I opted not to get it on the PC. Jesus. Yeah, that's that happened to Asmund like live on stream. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I was, I was like, I'm, I'm not gonna risk or, or deal with that. It's if you right. like Neo, it's it's more it's the same system as Neo. They've added like this this bar at the bottom below the health bar. So he's got a number which is like your they call it a fortitude meter. Um, and when mm-hmm. you die, it, it's essentially your level for that particular level. Mm-hmm. Below that is the health bar, and then below that is like this uh, stamina and parry, or stamina and spirit gauge. So like as you uh, block things, your stamina gauge increases, and then if it gets too full, your guard gets broken, and then you're stunned for a little bit. And as you attack people, your spirit gauge fills up, and then you can spend your spirit meter to do like unblockable attacks or to do um, like special moves or whatever. Um, so it's like a mix of Neo and Sekiro. Ah, huh. I like one of those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I think it's a lot of fun. There's a, there's a parry button. So like I'm on, I'm automatically like, yeah, okay, you're, you're, you're in. There you go. This is my game. Yeah. yeah. And like the, for whatever reason, the first boss in this game, the first like real boss that you come across is, a lot harder than anything else I've had to fight in this game so far. Okay. And I think it's because they're teaching you that there are attacks that you need to parry, and then there are attacks that you need to block, and attacks that you need to dodge. And I'm just sitting there trying to parry everything, um, which is doable. It's it's just uh, not efficient, I guess. And so, I think that's what so, they're trying to teach you. I get that because I've played games like that where I like try and counter everything yeah. like DOA like I've lost sets of DOA I should have won because I'm just like no I'm gonna fucking yes. counter everything god damn it yeah <laughs> yeah and it's so satisfying like when you get those those parries off on bosses and stuff right and there's a bunch of different different weapon types so this guy's using a polearm my my character's using dual swords they have like a basic sword um they have ranged how now he's holding the basic sword um so there's there's a lot of maybe not a lot of character variety, but there's enough character variety. I think he's using magic and spells and stuff too. It looks like. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun so far. I've really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. That new I, Elden I, I, Ring I, expansion is going to be a bit here. Will this tide souls people over until then? You think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe not open world souls fans, but it'll it'll tie souls fans over. Okay. okay. I, I remember they showed this at E3 and I thought like I wasn't going to play it, but it, hearing all this, I'm somewhat intrigued. Yeah, so. this looks yeah, interesting. I mean, try it on Game, game Pass. Um, yeah, that's the plan. Like I have, I have a yeah. Series X and I'm, you know, so you're not you're not losing anything by doing that. So yeah, well, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. This is the second uh, the second level. Okay. Okay. Well, cool. I will um, say if you want to do the tutorial. Um, you you go through the first level and then you get into the second level and it's like oh by the way if you want to do the tutorial you have to go to like a bonfire essentially the game's bonfire and then choose to travel to the tutorial okay um but you also need to to finish the tutorial you need to own two ranged weapons and at the time when i did it i only owned one ranged weapon so i couldn't complete the tutorial huh. so fyi if you're gonna do the tutorial okay. make sure you got more than one ranged weapon oh okay 
Same. Noted. Yeah, I, I was like, well, this is this is fucking stupid. But. Yeah. <laughs> Game's been a lot of fun other than like that moment. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, cool. That, even when there aren't any big games being released, there's some cool stuff. To check out. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. Um. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So that's it for me. Um. Now, what about you, AA Ross? So, uh, I am. I've just been uh, messing around. Mostly in Tekken, but a little bit of Street Fighter V as well, uh, and, and Third Strike. Um, I am going full in on fighting games uh, for uh, a simple reason. And we, we were talking about it earlier in the podcast. It's just, um, that's just where my interest is right now, and I don't have a lot of time for anything else. So I don't want to put time into a single-player game that's going to take Feel a long-ass time. Um there's something really interesting. There's so much as someone who's like learning about fighting games and uh, you know theory behind it and uh, learning strategy and stuff. There's so much to consume that yes. I and the very act of trying to learn all of that is fun to me. And I'm like doing it immediately in a fighting game, uh, whereas a lot of those other games, it's like you're kind of just you know you're moving through the single player yeah, story yeah. of whatever it is, which perfectly fine it's just not where my mind's at right now right and it's it's a big lengthy experience in a lot of those games like you know like even even a even a hi-fi rush you know that's 10 hours bro right like, that's, like you know, even six to that's... eight like that's not long but when yeah. your time is limited and i want to just kind of jump into something um if i rush just isn't quite it for me yeah mm -hmm. i i had the you know i had the realization this week that like after March, I'll probably have to take a break from WoW rating. Mm. Like, I'm just like, it, it, it's, you know, because it's six hours a week total. Yeah. Yeah. And that's 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 a good amount of time. A good amount of time. And like, you know, for, for you, like, WoW is, has been such an important part of your, your time with gaming. Like, it makes sense that you want to spend time doing that stuff, but... Uh, especially but, if you have other things that you're trying to get accomplished at the same time, you need to you really need to limit it as much as you can. Yeah, like so. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Is like after March, um, and even sooner because like we were on the last boss of the current raid on normal, and like I had fun on heroic when we attempted the one boss for fun and we cleared it. But I know we're going to get to a certain bosses on the heroic fight. I'm gonna be like. I don't have time for this. Yeah. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I, and I don't have the patience to sit and wipe to Deathia or whoever for however long. Yep. You know, so it's fun when you have the time and you want to commit to it. Like you can be about that life for sure. But, mm -hmm. uh, especially where we're at in life, it's like another yeah. time there, there's, there's going to be another phase of our life where we can make time to do this fun stuff, but that just yeah. is not now. Yeah, like like my girlfriend raids in Guild Wars like five to six hours a week. That nice, was like great. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, man. Good. But it's just like, yeah, it's just like want to want to get back into fighting games, like doing school shit, doing work shit, like trying to fix the shit show of a house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, like it's just I'm doing my much, classes, you know? which is going to take a while. I'm helping kind of helping run a business, and which takes a lot of mental. <laughs> 
um, yeah. energy no. from me. So, yeah. Uh, but fighting games has been... It's something that from the outside looking in has always been like the coolest genre to me. Um, but it's... Ever since I ran into Dalsim in the arcade of Roller Kingdom, <laughs> I'm like, this is bullshit. What the hell? And have mm, watched from the outside ever since. That asshole. Um, so I am on the verge of beginning what might be my first ranked match in a fighting game. I, Ooh, I don't it, know if I've Tekken? ever done it. Is it going to be Tekken? Nice. nice. I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of, I would like to do a stream. The idea for in my mind is to do uh, a stream where I enter both Tekken and Street Fighter ranked oh. at once. Um, Fair. I'll probably start with Tekken because I spent more time in it. Um, mm -hmm. But I was thinking about it this week and like the game that we're going to go all in on is Street Fighter 6. Uh, out June 2nd. And so it would make sense to try and learn some Street Fighter characters. We know what the roster is. Uh, I need to go and pick a character. I just really hope they don't play uh, that game doesn't play like 5 or else I'm going to fucking hate it. <laughs> uh, it looks a lot like Third Strike with some some elements of 5 and 4. Okay. Then it's a maybe because I, I have very like... All right, this is gonna be some. I'm about to say some mean shit about Third Strike. Let's do it. Third Strike is the fighting game that everyone says that they love and is the greatest thing ever, but then they never fucking play it. Mm. I see people play Third Strike. Very rarely. Like you, you go into like Twitch and you look at like the most streamed fighting game. Well, sure like, for it's Twitch, never, it's never. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's because it's, it's not what's popular. Right. Yeah, but like you even go into like every local that I've been to in California or in Reno, it's like Street Fighter Five. It's like all current, and then if there is a retro, it's like Street Fighter Four or like mm -hmm. you know something like that. Like I, I, you know, it gets all this hype, but then no one ever plays it. It's a nostalgia. Yeah, I mean, like, it's I certainly it's... for the time, you know. Like that was yeah. that was the game to play, I imagine, until four came out. At least for Street Fighter, right? Yeah, and it, it, in my case, it doesn't help that I I think it's overblown. Like I think it's good, but I also think that it's, you know, I don't think it's this like amazing like oh once in a lifetime experience. I'm just like, it's good. I think a lot of it is because we didn't have anything else. Like there wasn't any other like a big fighting game in the fighting game community other than Street Fighter 3. I mean, yes, that, that's that's fair. Um, you know, and granted, at that time, I was... Dead or alive again. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I was dead or alive and Marvel 2 and like, that's kind of what I was doing. So, mm -hmm. and then, you know, like, I just, I didn't get the appeal. Like, I think the art and music are incredible. Like, it's probably my one of my favorite fighting games to look at. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, listen to like its presentation is top tier, but everything else I'm just kinda like, eh, okay, it's fine. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about any of these fighting games to say, like looking at six, like what it's drawing from necessarily. I can't I don't know enough to be able to 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 say that. All I know That's fair. is that Kimberly really interests me, and apparently, according to uh, Maximilian Dude, uh, it's like 
said Guy for a new generation, but Guy mm -hmm. doesn't yeah. appear in any of the mainline Street Fighter games. He's in four. Is he in four? Yeah, he's in four. Okay, well then I gotta download. I need to see if I want to main Kimberly, because uh, I know I like Cammy. Uh, I may try Cammy. I like Ken, uh, so I may try Ken as well. But then Kimberly, just from the trailers, just really interesting. And I don't know who plays closely to that, but apparently it's apparently it's Guy. So, uh, so I need to take a look at that. I've been playing mostly Tekken. I played through on uh, the stream last week. Uh, we played through most of Tekken Seven story, which is the silliest goddamn thing. Um, yes, yes, it is. You're I, right. I really hope we're gonna do we're gonna do a Tekken story stream soon here, and uh, I hope they never explain some of the questions that I have of like these two are heads of corporations that do what exactly. Who knows? They're, Who knows? They're, they're corporations. I don't know. They, they need to be able to walk up to a tower and look up and then ascend the tower while defeating soldiers to take over businesses, over, take, to try and take over each other's corporations. Um, they need to have a satellite shoot a giant laser down the skyscraper, blow it all up, and like, that character's dead. And then it goes to the smoldering ruins of the skyscraper. There's that character untouched, like even the clothes are pristine, just like, dang, <laughs> yeah. that was tough. Not, obviously not dead. <laughs> like, people are talking about, I haven't finished uh, the Tekken 7 story because I went on hardest difficulty and the last match is some bullshit. Um, I don't know Heihachi Fair. very well. Uh, so... Uh, but everyone's talking about like, wow, the, that Jin trailer came out and he's got Heihachi moves. Heihachi's not, Heihachi's dead. It's like, I feel like I'm not, part, I, there's an inside joke. Like, of course he's not dead. Like these characters never die. That's not happening. Uh, so we'll I don't know. See. We'll see. Um, I am currently preparing to pay, play Leo in Tekken seven. Um, I'm going to pick up something in Street Fighter 5 and I am just real, going real, to yeah the real question is who is your Dragon Ball team going to be no idea I, I, gotta, I gotta unlock those characters man I don't know um, gotta expand uh, my, my choices I like I like Ultra Instinct Goku as a character and just like looking at him like mm -hmm. that's basically how I'm going to choose at the start is like which characters look neat um, yep. that's a way to do it and then like kind of go from there. I kind of want to put Trunks on there just because that's who I play a lot in Budokai. He's good. He's really good. Okay. He's good. super flashy oh. too. Nice. Yeah, he's stylish as fuck. I obviously need to. Well, I want to watch videos where like they explain how you know how how do you build a team in fighters and what are you looking mm -hmm. to try and do with building a team. I I'm all about looking into that research. The amount of time I've spent watching videos explaining things back in fighter uh it's almost all i do now it's just a fun that, fascinating thing i find that so interesting because that's almost the exact opposite way I've, i do it is i play the game and then i like go do homework later i mean well and, and like if you've played enough fighting games like that's the way to go eventually is like if you know if you know enough about the fighting game logic at that point then you can just jump in and the joy is discovering it and then once you well, hit a certain that, that's, wall, that's always been me. Even when I was like scrub, super scrub. Sure. Like, I, was like, oh, oh. I just like to know. I I want to know 
what I'm getting into. And then once I feel like I know enough to be able to jump in, like I'm, I'm too late on street fighter six. Like, I don't know, maybe I could learn enough about street fighter five. I get to a certain level and I feel like I know enough to try and figure it out with six until you hit a wall. Yeah. Cause that, that content creation wheel is going to start churning, uh, soon after, but there'll be that first moment, just like the souls game. There's that first moment of just like experiencing the game firsthand. Right. Exactly. So I got to be honest, uh, it sounds like they're making enough of a single player uh, aspect. Um, there's a lot happening that's just outside of the pure multiplayer going on. I may be sucked into that. Very interesting. But... That's very interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. It, it, um, they're They're trying stuff. I think that's super cool. Fair enough. All right. Um... But that's what's going on over here. Alright, well, um, you know, hopefully we'll keep, we'll be getting some fighting game stuff up here soon. Um, you know, I know that, uh, I'm just like waiting to get this stream over with, or I'm just like, let us know, please! I know, I know. Our, our, if they if they don't announce it, then like, what, you're streaming Strive, right? Yeah, yeah like, I'm just like, alright, well, Strive it is, I guess. Yeah. Um, so but, uh, we'll see we gotta see what happens with this stream uh, coming up here as far as our content is concerned uh, mm -hmm. what are you doing Tuesday Bronson uh, I have no fucking idea okay <laughs> Wait, would, you, it's... would you be up for watching a bunch of Tekken clips and laughing at Tekken if we can start at 7 so I can make dinner sure yeah absolutely um, yeah, I, I agreed to make dinner for me and the girlfriend, so I, uh, I need to do that. Okay, so, okay. Um, if, if, if yeah. you're free and we can make it happen, then this Tuesday, let's watch all the Tekken cutscenes. Are we starting from Tekken 1? Yes. Oh, fuck yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're watching everything. <laughs> as much as we possibly can. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll make a big dinner and we'll start at 7 or 7.30 and... Yep. Yeah, sounds good. We'll make it happen. And that will be the final thing I need to do. Uh, this coming weekend, I'm going to be out of town. Y'all are going to be on your own uh, for that episode of the podcast. And then... Uh, yeah. uh, but then after that, uh, I don't know what day of the week, but when I come back, we're going to get some ranked going for both Tekken and Street Fighter on my end. It's time to enter the dojo. Not the dojo. That's where you train. Uh, the tournament. Time to enter the enter. tournament for real. That's right. It is time to finally um, begin playing fighting games for real, for real. You know, speaking of uh, learning characters, you want know a character I've been watching in this Dragon Ball uh, World Championship that I'm like kind of want to give a try, even though I don't like his playstyle just because he looks cool. Mm. Hit. <laughs> <laughs> it seems all right. Yeah. Um. Like the thing is, is like. Hit is that character that if you're playing against somebody who has no idea what the fuck they're doing, he's gonna just destroy them. Yeah. But otherwise, like he's honestly like for me, I have trouble with him. Like, yeah. Playing with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, but like he just has so much cool shit. Right. Also, he does have a thing where it is a one-hit kill if you have seven bars. Oh so, God. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I want to say. Uh, Gogeta Super Saiyan 4 has something similar. 
I believe uh, that. So, I believe that. 100%. Yeah. I don't know. I posted a video that I think everyone should check out in the uh, Discord where uh, it's every single character has a solo touch of death. Oof. Every single character in that game has a solo. Some of them require spark. Some of them require a lot more meter than others. But everyone does have a solo touch of death. Wow. That's great. So, God damn it. It's fucking, it's fucking awesome. Everyone go watch it. It's so sick. Yep. Um, but yeah, expect, so. uh, expect Street Fighter, Tekken, Fighters, and Strive on this channel from now until June. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hopefully we enjoy Street Fighter 6 enough to do stuff with street fighter six <laughs> yeah yep. yeah I, I know i'm gonna go hard on it i'm hoping it just doesn't I, crash i am hoping that it's not a street fighter 5 situation where i pick it up and i'm like oh you <laughs> <laughs> they seem so confident in this game it is unreal well, well yeah they, they they they're fucking going real ham they're like we're not making that same fucking mistake again no like, no they are all over the place. They got that million dollar first place for the Capcom Cup. They're advertising mm -hmm. the full thing on WWE. They are going crazy with it. So I, I hope it's awesome. I hope that's, so. That's, I hope so. Yeah, like I, I really hope this is not a Street Fighter Five situation. Um I'm very pessimistic with it. Um, especially because Capcom as a whole has been doing great. Yes. Capcom's fighting game division has been very mixed. Sure. So, you know. And Sounds then, like they've been improving know. it, but... Yeah. We'll see. So, um, right. well, until then, hey, we have a Discord. You should join it. We, you should join our Discord and talk about us with fighting games or regular video games or movies. Or anything, yeah. We're, we're down to talk. Yeah. We got we got a sports channel, a food channel, an art channel, yeah, a music channel. They're your pets. You know. We want to look at your pets. Yeah, share your pets. Send pet pics. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. The link to our Discord is uh, on our Twitch page. If you want to go there, check that out. Uh, the podcast will be going up a day later, as it always does, as well as the video form of the podcast. Uh. So mm -hmm. be sure to check us out there. We are on social media. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, but we need to find an easy way to post a TikTok that's not heavy edited because I just don't have the time. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, I, I feel that. Like I've been trying to think, and like honestly, the the real answer the the answer seems like it is going to be make a template for Resolve and like run a template through Resolve. And then fucking go on to Twitch, clip what you want to make into a TikTok, and run it through that template. Yeah, there's basically. also Streamladder that allows you to do the same thing. So you just clip what you want from Twitch, and then just upload it to Streamladder, and it tell it where the camera is and stuff. Oh, interesting. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, good. That sounds good too. Well, we'll look into that. But honestly, the best way to get in touch with us is Discord. Just join our Discord group yep. where we're talking video yeah, games I'm, and announcing I'm, our streams. I'm like Unless I am in a meeting at work or a training, I'm literally on Discord almost all day. Yep. So. Yep. By far our biggest use. So. Yeah. Thank you all so much. Uh, fantastic podcast. Glad uh, to have you all with us. You're all beautiful people. We love you. We will catch you later. Yeah. Bye. See ya.